It's the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, coming back at you to break down, skew, and review the week's DC's comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is episode number 323. 323. I thought it was 324, Eric. I'm glad that you told me I would have messed up. Hey, welcome to 323. <laughs> it's future Jim is all excited for 324. We're going to have a lot more books that week. But Why here are we are at 323, that? you know, because you I get tick? excited about things, right? I get excited ahead of time, not when we're there. When we're actually in the here and now, Jimmy boy, he don't like it. But here we are, Eric. I feel like crap. We're ready to go. My voice is just, I don't even know what it is. I, I keep doing a Peter Brady. Nobody knows the normal what that you? is except you. No, it's not the normal me. It's the me on uh, tons of NyQuil. Ta- Tanya okay, did say to me today. Well, yeah, Tanya's you got like, a problem. She says, oh, we have Dayquil and we have NyQuil. I said, listen, I ain't no quitter. What's wrong with you? Really, I'm going all the way. Give me that NyQuil and keep the non-alcoholic but beer Jim, version of medicine on the side. The Dayquil and not have to sleep all day. No, I was going to take both. That that actually yeah, ended up with me. I'm like, I'll show you Dayquil, quote unquote Dayquil, because I'm like a day drinker when I'm doing the NyQuil and I don't care. Party uh, animal? That is right with the Hawaiian shirt on. Hey, welcome to the podcast. We have a bunch of books for you this evening, if you're listening to it in the evening. But before we go into off. those, yeah, really, th- th- we're made for the evening, Eric. We work for the weekend, but we're the made for the, the right evening. Time. It is. And welcome. And if you want to go and talk to us or see what we're doing all around the internet, you can go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC. We have a website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. We also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can support us for our NyQuil and DayQuil habits. Eric likes to get a lot of Transformers, things like that, but also for Look, the work I get we a do. lot of DC comic toys as well. You do. And also, you know, support us for what we do here on the regular feed. But if you do go over, we do a lot of shows for you for each level you go up in the Patreon. One of the big things that we do is each Thursday, as Eric's having the Fast and the Furious go by his house, we end up having a Patreon spotlight, DC Patreon spotlight, where two books, maybe next week, three. I, I kind of hinted that to you because we have so many books, but we'll see. <laughs> It was kind of a hint, but the hint's like two this, books. You know what, Eric? We should have three books next that week. I like them apples. All I uh, want to see uh, is your reaction, and I'll go with that and then blame uh, you later. I'll just blame you later. Pretty whatever. low, Eric. Pretty low. Ain't nobody going to buy it, but whatever. That's true. But two books usually each week are picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, beep boop. boop. And that is on a poll on the Patreon. Just They're like working the poll. I wish my mom would have. We would have had more money growing up, maybe. No, but, she would have hey. kept it for herself. Yeah, she would have. What a jerk. She'd probably steal other people's tips, too. She was a real bitch. But we ended up doing this week, you know, two huge books, right? Teen Titans 46, which we actually liked. It's a shame. Well, I'm telling you, Finally, you say that we I like Teen Titans. A penultimate issue to a series that, like, wasn't great, but I still enjoyed. And Dark Knight's Death Metal, The Robin King, number one. That's a big yes. book. Yeah, and you can guess uh, which one we didn't like then, since we already told you we well, liked Teen Titans. Titans. Yeah, we did like the Teen Titans, having John come in, join up for a little bit, get a, a love note from Damien, and then go off, right, crying. Is that what happened? That's what I remember <laughs> uh, happening. Up. And then, the yes, the Dark Knight's Death Metal Robin King. He got it that- true, dear John. Yes, he, yeah, he did, J-O-N. And the Robin yes. King is one Thank of those you. things. If you like the Robin King and needed more, okay. If you like Riley Rossimo art and, and need glasses, okay. 
Yeah, you can do both of those, but that would be hinging on whether you like that or not. But if you want to hear us talk about it for about an hour, go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. But that leads into the people who did pick those books. I have a feeling they're going to pick some pretty big books next week, Eric. Pretty big, Eric. Pretty big. But okay. they are the bad asses of the Get Fresh crew. This is the roll call. This is the celebration, Eric. You don't smoke inside anymore, but we'll pretend that you do. Jay Jennings, Josh Murray, Ted Propes, Lawrence Lee, Forrest Pauly, Cam, Joseph Watch, Sick Matt Arazer, who I just did a podcast with that'll be on the Patreon this weekend. Nice. D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Lady Abby, Niels T-Wart, David Fink, Joey Bercasco, Stephen Baum, who probably will join me for a bit of Thor talk coming up, Tony Walton, Michael G, who I did the, uh, what was it, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm doing this again. I'm going to end up messing up, Eric. Ken Howard, Comic Boom Rocky, Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Eric G, Aldrin Stoja, Ulysses Jones, Nick Adams, Bill Beer, Robin, Carlos, Lone Wolf Marv, T-Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis Manship, buying those crazy Hellraiser discs he is, Andrew Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, Bobby Bain, Dalton Edom, my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond, Mark, our man Rob Lewis, Brandy Murray, and Double A Ron, Eric, I'm losing my voice. Yeah. I, I, I can't do this, Eric. Listen to me. I shredded it. Well, I'm, I'm screaming over this stupid theme. Why is <laughs> it so loud? Why is it so loud anyway? I know. I, I got to make sure you hear what I'm saying, Eric. This is important stuff. I'm telling you, the thing is, you're like, and Manship, he's out there buying all those Hellraiser discs. What, what does that mean to anybody listening? Like the Hellraiser discs. You think you got a new box set of Hellraiser? Eric, that is the intrigue that gets them. That's what ropes them in. That's the carrot at the end of the stick. That's what it is. Manship actually got. Manship ended up getting one of those Frisbee disc golf things that had a Hellraiser on it with with an Alfred box, I heard. No, 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 it's a lament configuration. Oh, a lament configuration. I can talk like that. I'm going to talk like that for the rest of the time because my voice is now shot. You might think that's something new. One intro, I'm just, hey there, Eric, what's going on now? I I could do that. That doesn't hurt. You like that one? Hey there, we're going to go off to the books now. We got plenty going on. Oh, my. You ever when you have like a really bad head cold and as you talk, your ears keep popping in and out? Oh, my God. I'm having problems, Eric. I think you're going to continue on by yourself. So we're going to go off where Eric is going to talk all these books, even the ones me and him already talked about. You're going to redo. It's crazy. But we have a bunch of books here. We have some big books coming up in this first section. That is a a Batman-centric section, right? So let's go off to that.
Ah, yes, here we are. I'm going to join you, Eric. I'll do these books with you as we go forward here with with a bunch of things. We we end up having, I said, this is a Batman-centric deal, kind of. We end up having this section of being Batman, Justice League, and the new White Knight Presents Harley Quinn. A little Batman in that. He's in jail, Eric. He's in jail biding his time. But uh, I think that he has a little connection to the outside. He's got some connections there, just like the mob. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Goodfellas. And I don't know that I like Batman being a guy from Goodfellas, but that's fine. Eric, because we're going to start with the regular Batman book. <laughs> a weird book. thing to go anyway, off on at first. I just thought when when you end up when they're, they're in jail and they're making it's like they're having a party, they're making their spaghettis with their, party. you know, stuff. Oh, yeah, I think you're talking about party. Batman at first. I'm like, what the hell no, are you talking about? Talking about Goodfellas. I, yeah. I love the movie Goodfellas, but we're here to talk a bunch of things tonight, Eric. Uh, my mind's a little loopy. I will tell you, though. That there is hope in the distance, Eric. There is light at the end of the tunnel because I more do NyQuil believe. Coming? Yes, I ended up telling Tanya I need the syrup. I was t- that's the other thing. I don't like the Nyquil pills. That that they don't hit me as hard. You I need a little need, sippy cup like a child. I need the syrup. I need to sip my lean as I'm here. My purple lean that I have, Eric. But while we do that, what the light at the end of the tunnel is is that I think possibly this week i will get insurance and i can actually become medicated again eric so we'll see how that works out right we'll see how that right, goes like the thing is like i can become medicated again i'm sitting there like don't you just need that like your your high blood pressure pills yeah that's what i really need but that's I'm not what like- that's not what i'm happy about eric. but no yeah i do need that and that's just so we can maybe get to you know episode 500 and i don't die that, that'll be that. But I will probably be able to get my Adderall as well. And I would figure since I've gone about nine months without it, uh, I have to make up Doesn't for lost seem like you time. Need it. Lost time, Eric. Yeah, right now. I, I actually, I'm going to have to really st- sit down and think about it because I have pretty much gotten past all that, right? I seem right in the, the laser focus that I have. Right as you ever was. Right? As we go and start talking about Batman and I'm thinking of Goodfellas. I mean, that that's the sort Dude, of laser focus. this did focus. not change when you are on Adderall. I think it was a little more on point, though. I think my jokes might have been better, right? <laughs> the Adderall gave me a little more of a sense of humor. That's what it did, Eric. I, I'm I'm an addict, Eric, is what I am. I know I'm, what it is. I'm one of those guys. I, I can't do the podcast without the Adderalls. I don't Daddy's know. little helper. I, I <laughs> That's what I need. It's that hamburger helper because that's daddy's really little helper here. And you know why well, I need hamburger, Eric? It's fine, it's on, its fine own. on its own. I, Double A-Ron has said all along, he's like, I can't tell the damn difference between Jim no. on Adderall or not. The only way you'll be able to tell the difference really is you're not getting a lot of random posts at 2 a.m. from me lately. That's when you know the Adderall's kicking in I still in get there. random messages from you at 2 a.m., though. But they're not posts, Eric. It's a little different. It's a little, no. not, not as much. I'll tell you, not as many as there were before. I tend you to go me one to like bed two days ago. Yeah, I was having problems. There. <laughs> I was having some problems there because I my sleep schedule is off. Is what it is. But here just we are. like you were on Adderall. Yeah, yeah. Sleep schedule. There, there was no sleep schedule. I would come into work and I'm like, I got one hour of sleep, Eric. And you're like, Yep, just as normal. And then yeah. I'd, I'd crash. Right. I, I think that I had a problem. And what I'm actually doing now, I'm reaching out. I'm trying to get help. Nobody's helping her. I'm throwing we out have, the lifeline. We took your insurance away from you. This was yeah. all of us. This was conspiracy. So what you did was that that was what it was. Thanks a lot, buddy. 
Thanks. Thank you. You saved me. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm waiting. That's the thing is like, you know, that's the thing is like, I, I felt really bad about your situation. I looked at you. You were a goddamn mess of a human being. I go into the boss. Yeah. I'm like, you need to lay him off and lay get rid of his insurance off. immediately. Lay him Cause off. Cause I'm a friend. But, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, with friends like you who needs frenemies. I, I, I'm going to go off. The first thing I'm going to do though, I do need glasses. I got to get rid of these contacts. They're, they're just a you problem. You can't see without his glasses. I can't see with my contacts. These things are That's like nine. because you never change them. They're like nine years old. I've gone through three pairs. You go through all these situations when all the problems of anything is just you not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, but also I haven't had a, you know, uh, a thing where they check my eggs in nine years. I, I think my prescription has changed. Yeah, I could have. So could you. <laughs> Asshole. And I did. Look at you, jerk off. Ah, uh, yes. But I just you, got new glasses you, last summer. You should go and go to the doctor. Aren't you uh, getting an adedictomy surgery? Oh my God! This, these are the jokes. That How do come you out. add on to this? I must be on Adderall now. Oh, with that joke, Batman number one hundred and one. Air. Now I'm getting all excited again. I lost my voice. I don't know what's going on. Somebody find it, please. Written by James Tynan the Fourth. Art by Gilliam March to May Moray and Clayton Kells. Tynan gives us a bit of a blueprint of what Batman is to become after the fallout of the Joker War. I like the prospect of a grittier, street-level Batman that can't rely on his tech all the time. I'm not sure I needed a whole issue to tell me that, but I love Gilliam Arch's art, and the hint that Wildcats will be showing up sometime soon was cool as Worst well. Worst part of the book. It is, but I don't mind finding out about it. There was no reason for it. Look, the thing it was is, just I don't mind there. finding out that the Wildstorm universe is integrated with the DC universe once again, because that's the best thing for him, because I don't care about him unless they're a part of this universe. But the way we go about it, where Batman has to have freaking a several page fight with Cole Cash. Yeah. Just to find out. Oh, yeah, that's Lucius Fox's bodyguard. And he just wanted to fight you because. And by the way, tell your boss I know about Halo. I'm like, Damn right. well, that was the stupidest thing I ever read. I have a feeling that. We're getting something along the lines that a trade, imagine, a trade like this, is ending with this issue or some. There's a reason why this issue is padded so much. I mean, you, you just find imagine out one there's thing. somebody who is not familiar with Wildstorm at all. And yeah. you get Grifter right here, yeah. this whole fight. And guess what? I know about Halo. I'm like, you just fought a Batman just fought a dude with a rag on his face for a couple of pages. That's all anybody's getting out of this. He, they, why didn't they go and have him and ads Grifter? Because he looks like he can't get the COVID. Eric, he, he's got the mask on, right? I always like his Bad mask. Batman's doing it wrong. Though that mask is a little off uh, when it rains. Like, it's just that rag, and I think it gets all... Well, that's the thing, is when you have a mask like that, essentially, like, he's standing out here in the balcony just protecting Lucius Fox or whatever his job is here, but, like, he's waterboarding himself all night. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, yes. And it's one of those, even where I would have, like, a headband like you and I would play some sport. I hate it. I hate that shit. I just like it all over my face, Eric, all sexy. I've but, heard. yeah, when you get this, you you get an extended fight with Grifter. You get a whole talk where he's talking with uh, Catwoman, which is okay. But the whole idea of this is what what is Batman going to do after the Joker War? Well, because the money ended up being of the focus of the feds and things like that and ended up being in the hands of Lucius, he's going to keep that. Batman doesn't have the funding anymore. And he's going to go for it. And I, I kind of like it, but I don't like the idea where James Tynan's going to give you the Batman's still going to be a bit on his own, but he's not going to push people away. You, you could either say that's clever the way he does it. It, or it's kind of bullcrap because we wanted the full Bat family back and he's kind Look, of he's saying that. He's playing it both ways is, is what he's doing. He is. Because, and I do like the line though. I have to be on my own but not push people away. And I have to do this. But really the, the big part of this issue 
is again maybe to get people. I gotta stop in- cheating on Jessica, but I can't have stop having sex with other women. Yeah, yeah, that that would be nice. I, I'm guessing <laughs> she Je- doesn't like it when I play both sides. I, I'm guessing Jessica's not home right now, right? No, she's over there. <laughs> oh my so, goodness! What up, baby? I don't believe she's you. A knife. <laughs> I don't believe you. But yeah, so. With this, you end up where Batman is giving his little MO of how it's going to go forward. And I thought it was funny because James Tynan comes on the book after Tom King's run and announces that every issue is going to have new tech. Better tech than the last. It's, you know, oh, that lasts like four issues. tech bigger than the last bit. And that didn't last that long. I said, I think that punchline became the focus then. So it was then punchline in every issue. But even so, Look, you go from that. It's a that. way better focus than new tech, especially for the tech that we saw that was the focus of something like, I don't care anything about this. Thank God we took his fucking money away so we don't have to see shit like Remember that. Remember at one point we're guessing, like, is that the tech? Like, it was nothing. He had, like, an extra clip on his belt. Is that I the tech? I think in the background I see some pretty sweet rollerblades. Yeah, rollerblades. Is that the, t- is that that the, the tech? tech? At one point I think he got one of those switchblades, opened it, it was a comb. He combed his hair. Is that the Amazing tech? Amazing switchblade comb i know you always wanted one of those as a kid i have one in the bathroom what are you talking about really you're a loser you end up there where he goes to see i wanted as a kid i have as an adult now because i got adult money yeah you got adult money does you it's nice you end up where he goes to talk to lucius he's trying to figure out what he can do what he's going to be able to do with this new world order that he has after it's yeah the joker has changed the city it's more money deal for this it's more the idea of exposing the funds the money that well, bruce wayne that was and the whole funding. idea that people don't trust wayne enterprises anymore we actually have to like you know shut to like get bruce wayne off the freaking chairman of the board or whatever you want to call it the ceo and stuff like that off the like the uh the table of i wish i knew things about business because I'm, I'm just rambling now trying to think of the word but get him the fuck out of wayne enterprises the board rebrand and then get freaking you know people back on board with what they want to do because right now the stocks are falling and it's all because of bruce wayne and the accusations about all these things that are no longer like, you know, viable, but it's still in the air. So pretty much, Bruce, sorry, buddy, but I'm not giving you your money back. And also, we're going to kick you out of your company. But you, you can still be Batman. I'm not going to care about that. But you just can't have money to be Batman the way you did before. I can't go and 3D print you a car in the basement no more. Your car fixes, buddy. You fix it yourself. Oh, I can't wait to see Batman underneath the car changing the oil. Look, all you off. need to do is because Scott Snyder brought Harold all night back into continuity. Yo, hey, my mute-ass hunchback over here. You want to go live in a brownstone oh and do God, some car get stuff? Woke, Eric. Jeez. He's a mute-ass hunchback. Oh, my goodness. I don't think that's the exact description. Uh, huh. I like the idea, though, that you're going to go from a bat god that people don't seem to like. And what would be a more human Batman of changing the oil of the Batmobile? And I think that this is one of those things where – you're going to find out, and the way they'll write it, the way Tyner will write it, is this is the reset Batman needs. Batman needs to get back to the street. He's going to take he it to the street. He just something is what he needs. I don't know if this is it, but he needs something, and I'm all for it at this well, point. I think he's got to get back to the basics, and this will get him back to the basics. He's there. He's going to move like into we the city. I like we were doing that, like – was it the whole thing we're getting back to basics during Tom King's run? Even the idea, like, I need to put on my original year one costume and stuff like that to get away from where I am now and get that was emotional basics. Everybody here. wants to get back to basics for the most part at some point in the run. We're just doing a little bit earlier now, it seems. And the thing is, 
I'm okay with it. Yeah, I like the idea that Batman will have that because in my mind, what this is saying is we're going to have a little more street level detective work. You're not going to be able to go in and throw a ball into a room where it's going to end up 3D, you know, viewing it all. You take it back to the cave, you do all this. He's going to have to get back to what he learned when he first started. And that, that, oh no, the polka dot man's on a satellite. Better use the bat spaceship to go and get him. Oh, we can't do that no more. Oh no, I can't do that. I can't get the Superman buster suit out and start going to town. You know, you can't do that stuff. So I do like that. I wait for him to start cool. pawning some of the stuff that he has in the back cave right now. It's like, you know, all the stuff that he has built over the years, so just kind of sitting there collecting this. The like garage sale. Right, time for the salvage, you know, man to come over here and scrap metal this. What, yeah, what I need is he has a big garage sale and he's selling Batmobiles, Batcomputer, and still trying to deny that he's Batman. I just happen to f- find these things. But yeah. Now, the- like we'll talk about later on in Nightwing, though. Do you think the idea that Bruce Wayne is keeping Dick Grayson in a hotel right now until he gets back on his feet, is that more of a Lucius Fox thing? I, mean, like, I think he's hey. sending the bills to Lucius now. Uh, but that's the thing, though. Even with that, you're not going to be able to do that because he says they're looking at the money that Lucius has now, uh, you know, with an eagle eye. But they're really looking at Bruce. So that might. But then again, Dick Grayson is his son. So as Dick Grayson, probably. Yeah. And he still has money. That's the that's the aside there. It's the idea that we're still going to pay you a, a wealthy yearly sum and things. So Batman is not going to be hurting. He just can't do the craziness he just that can't he does. be like nasa yeah yeah he can't be his own country uh you know he can't doing be things. elon musk with his crazy ideas yeah that elon musk yeah, that guy i i only saw actually elon musk uh for the first time a couple months ago never knew what that guy looked like he looks like john barrowman a little is who he looked like he to looks me. like a man who like a little boy who was shape-shifted into a man instantly you is what you're saying well you end no, no, up no. where so, i have way too many miles so on batman me. is talking to catwoman just about, like batman yes. in this whole situation because i love the art in this but for some reason we switch over to batman and catwoman having a discussion about the relationship like it's that old you know aerosmith song dream on my lines on my face are getting clear just like batman because he looks like the goddamn crypt keeper oh my the crypt keeper you say i think he looks like thanos at one point i mean it's you can crazy do better Catwoman. move on get get over to alley so she said she said we're gonna take a year you decide that's more we're, you get yourself together there buddy you're looking old is what she said no no the thing is when somebody says oh we gotta take a year and figure out our priorities that means she's moved on you better do oh it too my. you come back in a year she's gonna be pregnant and married oh my that's that's what happened to you it doesn't mean it has to happen to batman it happens to everybody <laughs> What goes on here is a lot of people were upset because they want Bat-Cat. You don't need it in this book. I wasn't the world's greatest detective, Jim. Really? Let Bat-Cat be in Tom King's Bat-Cat series. Yeah. You're going to get that starting in December. You'll get that. Catwoman doing her own thing in her own book. Batman doing his new and improved thing in his own book. And they're both doing new and improved things for both of these characters while you still have Tom King's Bat-Cat coming out. I'm like, everybody wins with the scenario that's being put out right now. When we talk about Catwoman, the idea of Batman being on the verge of coming into the book at any time, you know, ends up making Catwoman not the focus of her own book. And when you have it here, you, you kind of run into this dead end where is Catwoman looked at as a criminal? Not because they even pointed out, and I never really even thought in my mind of how this we would work thought out of it so much what are you talking about the idea that they had to marry as batman no, and catwoman because bruce way okay no, what i'm are you saying what about? i'm saying is i never really 
fully grasp the idea that she's the most wanted woman in Gotham right now because of her stealing that money back for Bruce that Lucius has now. And he says, you're one of the most wanted women now. I don't have the money to force you into the deal. And I'm like, yeah, that that is true. And we even but see she's it just wanted by book. villains, isn't she? No, I think that she's I mean, they she went in and stole shit. So I think that he's saying that that is a known deal that she stole all that stuff, but with villains as well. So it gets you separated from there and he says i can't force you into high society with all my money and stuff that's gone i think she's like which we could have before the whole idea like we're going to be married as batman and Catwoman, not bruce wade and selena i'm like oh that's a cop out shut the hell up you could just strong arm her into high society i don't care if she was just fucking wheeled out in the hannibal lecter mask at the beginning of that run talking about murdering 237 people strong arm her into high society be mr and mrs bruce wayne and please make me happy yeah yeah i think that what she's saying you got a year to get your money back buddy i i, I ain't going with no no poor guy i'm not getting a that's second job yeah i need you to get your money uh but yeah so Batman goes off to talk to Lucius, and Lucius is kind of a rat. get married again, you will you won't have to steal your own wedding yes, dress this yes, time. Yes, you will, because I ain't got no money. And, and my kids, they, they don't get the hint getting up in these posh hotels. Uh, so he goes to see Lucius. When he gets there, there's Grifter, Cole Cash, and this is padding. There's no reason for it. It's only to have solicits Grifter's back and to hint at a Wildcat's return after this whole scene because Batman goes in to talk to Lucius. He says he's after sorry. Ghostmaker, after Ghostmaker, Endless Winter, and Future State, we might get some Wildcats? Yes, maybe. Because we end up, and I don't know, maybe it's going to be its own book when we come back in March. I don't know. Well, I don't want that. Uh, well, we'll see. We have the... I don't like the Wildstone well, characters too much. It would much. be a weird thing because the whole... Uh, milestone stuff is coming back, but digital only. And then this wild storm comes in and, and they it's get own it. Universe. Yeah. So, uh, maybe we'll get that. I don't that know. That was the best part about the new 52, though, beyond the idea, like, you know, can bring people in who don't have to worry about continuity, but it's like, all right, we're taking the Vertigo universe, the Wildstorm universe and the milestone universe, and we're putting it all together into one universe. And I'm like, this is the best thing you have ever done, DC Comics, and they quickly got away from yeah, it. Yeah, they did get away from it. And a lot of people say, well, they have to neuter down the vertigo to get it in and whatever. But, you know, those pish postures can The vertigo is the only thing that stayed. I know. Uh, but I'm still, people are still bitching and moaning about it. That black label now that you get a Constantine book there, it's better Constantine, all that stuff. But you end up where Cole Cash, Grifter, all right, they fight. It's for nothing because Lucius comes out. Hey, that's my bodyguard. Batman knows who Grifter is. They have a past. You end up having Grifter say, yeah, I just wanted to do that one time to fight you. But then when he goes in to talk to Lucius, this is where you get all that idea of Lucius is going to keep the money. He can't give anything to Batman. He can't print cars up. You're going to have to do it all yourself. But also he's pretty mad because the punchline has become almost a cult figure. They have shirts free oh, yeah. punchline. She's off telling her manifesto that we saw online, things like that. People think that she's a victim and he is a victim himself from her. So he's pissed off. I'm telling you, it's going to be this weird idea where he's like Jack Ruby going after her, coming out of the freaking courtroom in my mind to shoot her down after what she did to him. And he says he's going to keep the money. That's for the best. And that Wayne Industries has decided. And I like this. This is a smart thing by... Uh, Tynan, you mentioned it already, but the idea that they, the board of directors is what I think you were trying to figure before. The board of directors ends up 
Believe yeah, the tables yeah, and even gross the table ladders oh, no. and chairs match that they have every week in the, yeah, the TLC. You end up where the board of directors does believe, you know, wrongly kind of that Bruce Wayne was a victim. Joker did this, but that doesn't make it better because bad PR, Bruce. Bad PR. Also, your face needs to get the hell also, out of here. Also, they blame him for letting that loophole and things exist. Like you fell asleep at the wheel here. You let this happen. You end up. You're going to have to go away, and that makes sense. That does make Total. sense. So he, it's not like when we had that first oh, arc of uh, Nightwing yeah. in Rebirth, where you know Raptor kidnaps Bruce Wayne, and for some reason in that story that Tim Seeley wrote, oh, the Wayne Enterprises stock market is rising. I'm like. Well, that doesn't Not make when any a CEO sense. is in a death trap about to be killed. That doesn't raise <laughs> up your stock. But yeah, so they're they're desperate to do this. And even with this whole thing, which is an odd deal that maybe the designer stuff ended up was going to be bigger and then got pushed aside to get to this Joker war and punchline became a hit because the whole idea of redoing Gotham, remember that whole new design of Gotham? That's done now. It's done. They're actually, you know, selling off bits and pieces of that for other people to do and stuff and and getting their you know hands washed clean of bruce wayne and that joker was right batman needs to be different and first thing it is stop everything that i was doing right now and move on that's the whole thing it's like anything project that i start so like i get halfway into something it's like all right Maybe somebody else that I didn't talk to is right and just drop it and move on. Never look back. Just like Batman. Like your wooden gray skull. Your wooden gray skull, Eric. That's like my friggin' uh, stop motion, like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre film I was doing. And your marriage to Jess. So you end up seeing, too, where Lucius is. stop something that never started. That's true. Lucius is talking about all the different things, says, and we'll talk later uh, in Nightwing about this and kind of wonder why it would be. You end up where most of the people, it was like the purge. The Joker War was the purge. When it was done, all the people who joined him with the Joker took their Joker masks off. And now they're just going back to work. You have the clown killer. He's off uh, hunting them down. Clown Clown hunter's off hunting them down, trying to find these guys. But he's doing it his way. And we have Nakano, who is running. You wanted to know how we were going to get this whole election for a mayor. Well, we got an emergency election going on now because freaking Dunch is a piece of shit. Yeah, they end up realizing he's a piece of shit, so they have an emergency election. And this verifies that they do know that the Joker is out and about. We ended up leaving that whole deal of him saying in a couple of weeks when they figure out all that, well, they know. And that is all on the table. Also with Batman being the street level deal, when Batman leaves and says, okay, Lucius will get out. And they're not exactly on great talking terms either. And uh, Lucius talks about how his family, Luke, Timothy, his daughters are all going to be involved as well. They come in. You end up having the uh, Fox tech being put into the Wayne deal. And and you even said, like, that's Luke's I swore that was Luke Fox's company. And I'm like, it seems like his father's saying, all right, I'm going to take your company and put it over here, whether you like it or not, son. There's there's Fox tech. And then there's the tens of billions that you end up Lucius saying yes. Now, whatever you say, daddy. And it's in. Uh, and you see that. And boy, I don't know what happened. Luke went off and, and started buying steroids with those billions. He is humongous here. And I, I, Jesus, but. That's just clean living, Jim. That's just clean living. It doesn't need to be steroids. No. And then you have Timothy. He's in the back. He's standing against that wall like a badass, sir. Do you see him over there? He looks like bad yeah, news. They're really making it like he's going to be bad news. I hope that he's not. Uh, and yeah, Batman goes out and talks to Grifter and says, hey, 
I want to send a message to your boss. And Grifter says, what? You just talked to Lucius. He's my boss. That's not the boss he's talking about. He seems to be talking about Jacob Marlowe, who runs the Halo Corporation that is mentioned. I know about Halo. That is the whole deal that funds the Wildcats. Grifter being one of the Wildcats, this seems to be that the Wildcats will be back. And that's a pretty big thing. For some wild, people, I'm you, he's a part of the Wildcats, but also moonlighting as a bodyguard. Yeah, you know, they. I guess at this point, Halo Corporation isn't doing so well, Eric. You, you got to go out maybe. and do this. But it looks like maybe this will be the start of the whole deal. And maybe he's there kind of peeking in. Maybe he's like a double agent. I don't know. For some reason, though, for some like I know about Halo. For I don't know why. I know what Halo Corporation is. I know everything like that. But for some reason, what I know about Halo it almost seemed like you know a weird brother eye scenario where it's like going to be a new version of you know like it's like a big old round satellite in the in the space that's looking down. I don't know why. It just seems like it's something different this time around than I'm ever. I'm glad was you before. said that because I thought that as well. That if this is a recreation of the stuff, I I think that it would have been you know it started up and I did get a brother I kind of feel I also went you know, what Halo reach are you Halo 2 man something like that he's like what are you talking about I'm out of here but yeah I did get a brother I type feel for that as I well I don't know why either it just seen that maybe it's just the name it's a futuristic maybe. deal but it did seem kind of like that um, but yeah then you end with Batman still talking to Selena and talking about what they can do this is where Selena says I'll give you one year you figure out what you want to do. I'll do my thing. She's going to try to get more on the up and up, it seems, so that, you know, they can be together and have it not look up good. And up. But She's taking over Alley Even Town. with this, though, you have a Bruce Wayne not involved with Wayne Industries that much anymore. So there's not a big a deal of them being together as there when, would have been before. When was he involved in Wayne well, Industries? Like, as, well, what do we see in this I'm stuff? I'm saying as a guy in charge and there that he was the head of the now he's not he's not even on the board of directors so if he ends up dating catwoman it's not going to be that big a deal as it was probably before um scandalous they're gonna wait they're gonna wait for a year to see if that works out and then they make out and maybe go to the brownstone married with make love with no furniture my heart i know but there you go don't tell just that jeez but uh yeah i love the art I think that this issue is a bit padded. The Grifter stuff is there just oh, to pad totally it out. it's totally padded. I'm telling you, not only that, but it's all just set up for what to expect going forward, which I do enjoy because I want to see where that goes. But the Grifter stuff is the worst part of the book because there's no reason to have that. Like, I, I, I like foreshadowing stuff that's coming forward, but this is just pretty much here's three to four pages and also Halo. I'm like – that, that that's that's the worst foreshadowing I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, I'm with you, but uh, overall, I'm going to give it. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten, just because I like the direction. That you know what? Seven out of seven point okay, five. Well, then I'm not that positive. Oh my! But yeah, seven seven point five. But I did. I like this direction. I like the idea. So do I. It, it really deal. seems like the idea of where James Tynan wanted to go, with, like or at least thought that Batman should go after Batman Eternal ended, like the whole thing where he had no money, like you know Wayne uh, Wayne Manor was taken away. Yeah, but- Turn into an Arkham wing. story. Exactly. And the DCYU happened, though. Bruce Wayne died. We had a Jim Gordon Batman. So all the things that we had going from Batman Eternal seemed to be put on hold to do this whole new direction for DC Comics. This seems like the natural progression and why everything felt like such a Batman Eternal redo to get into what we have yeah, now. Yeah. And 
I yeah, I just like the idea of of what's going on. I thought the dialogue was really good and stuff like that. And I actually get a little, you know, tickle my fancy when the Wildcats thing came up. Which still though, the Grifter battle at the beginning was the nonsense. Worst. But speaking of padding, Eric, what is the next issue we're talking about? Next up, we have Just League I number fifty five. Well, okay. Next that, up, we have Just League number fifty five, written by Joshua Williamson with art by Robson Roca, Daniel Henriquez, Romeo Fajardo Jr., and Tom Napolitano. The nerdy-ass Lord of the Rings-style quest continues for our death metal Just League, and where I was originally not only digging the characters but the concept of this series, this issue really just falls flat in that there's only one perilous area that our heroes encounter before immediately getting to Brimstone Bay, thanks to Lex Luthor's pirate ship out of nowhere. It's all doom and gloom and characters flip-flopping this issue, but hopefully it will lead to something big coming up. Yeah, this is padded. This is like, we have to get to the end. It's not even that padded to the point where I was like into this to the point where it's like, all right, we have a quest going on. We have to get from this you know, Arkham Wastelands to Brimstone Bay. If you look at that stupid Metalverse map, it's a long ass distance. I'm like, this is going to be a long arc. And we have to see all these different places on this map to get there because, all right, we're going through the Valley of the Staros. They got messed up really bad here. But for some reason, I, at the end of last issue, I thought we were moving on from that really quick. We spent half this issue That's continuing to deal with the Valley that, of Staros. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, that's kind of lame. But then when everything rushes to a head, I'm like, okay, we're past that. Here's my pirate ship montage moment to go everywhere we need to go to get to the freaking throne of the perpetua at the end. I'm like, hey, everybody, there's the Omega Knight. I'm like, well, shit, that was quick as hell. What the hell happened to the story arc? Yeah, I don't even really know that well to explain how they are in the Starro deal and get out. And it just, to me, well, it you was just so gotta, odd. You got to say something weird to get them out of their freaking, like, slap them around a wit, call them an asshole. They break their concentration, do like, what they want to do. You know, and the blasting, you know, the hot rigging, <laughs> the whole deal of Cyborg and, and all this going on. And even in their, you know, dreams of star oh they're fighting back except you have bobo who is talking to jim uh what's his name zombie jim rook yeah jim rook and uh yeah zombie it's why, like why, why would why you want bobo to talk to a okay. zombie that's the thing is the whole idea of this is to be content in this world so like star can do whatever it wants to you but the whole thing is like why would Bobo's perfect idea of Jim Rook being back to the Nightmaster be a, a zombie Jim Rook that he's hanging out having a beer with? I'm like, you're doing it wrong, He Star-O. does say when he comes back out, you know, what's different, this nightmare or that one? I get it, I, but I, It's so it's weird, still- though. It's like, he, I understand, like, this night, this nightmare that he has in his mind, of the mind nightmare, yeah. has beer, so I can understand where yeah. he's coming from a bit. He wants to just stay there and go bananas. Eric is what he wants, but... All of this, it's like the whole deal with cyborg. Like, that would have been with Adderall. Yeah, really, that, that would have been a whole lot better. You, you would, you have cyborg there, like, oh, daddy, you, you're not this nice, and you have uh, me and my sisters, you know. We, we're past this. You have the whole thing with Essentially, Starfire. All you got to do is whack somebody in the face pretty hard to like wake them from the dream. And it's just, all right, everybody, let's run from the giant Starro, which the whole valley is one big giant Starro. Don't worry, everybody. There's my pirate ship. Get on. I'm telling you, you end up and also with this. Yeah. I built it in my spare time. I'm like, it's made out of freaking bones and freaking swamp thing, it looks like. It's made of metal men. You, you oh, got to look. Yeah. Yeah. There's metal men I there. Think about uh, that. You're, you're <laughs> Crazy at the deal. One part. I was I was looking at the front where it just looked like swamp yeah. thing all stretched out, but no, it's metal, metal man completely. I mean, those poor metal you men, monster. those poor metal men. Uh, but yeah, even then, you have Nightwing yelling, "Hey Lex, uh, why? I forgot all about that. Why aren't we infected?" 
Oh, uh, well, uh, I've been using an Iocane type powder to not be affected. I've been doing this for a while. Plus, your mind scrambled. Okay. And then they just are running and they're trying to just knock everybody out of thing, it. thing, when we have to have a reason for it to work, I have been slowly exposing myself to this brainwashing thing. This is thing. It too, and it's It so is. And it's like, oh, and also you got shot in the head, so you're cool too. I'm like, I'm, I'm sure there are reasons. Like, why isn't Cyborg Cyborg Brain make him okay to this? Come on now. Yeah, why not? And then to just go from that to, oh, man, how did you get here, Lex? How did you catch up to us? Oh, I took another route, my route. Okay, well, there's that. And what are we going to do now, Lex? Well, I made a boat out of the metal men in my spare time. I like to tinker. I'm a tinkerer. And they and go this off. is just so all out of – and I'm telling you, this is such a fast-moving issue because everything is thrown at you all at once for something that I thought was a well-paced series. Like, okay, we're doing a Justice League, Lord of the Rings kind of quest scenario. We're going to go and do this one big thing, but there's going to be, you know, problems along the way. Oh, my God. I like these characters. I can dig this. I want to see what the rest of this world looks like. And Justice League's going to do that for me. Why the hell not? And when you get to the montage moment where it's a weird thing where we have Hawkgirl, for the most part, she doesn't have a lot to do except for now it's like, I need to go and like, you know, get Martian Manhunter. Me and him have a connection. And then Lex Luthor's like, you are, I find you to be reckless with your emotions. She flies off because she's going to stick to her guns. Lex Luthor looks at everybody else. That's what I call a hero. That's the thing. It's like he's now he's all up on this whole idea. And then we get to the whole thing. You've doomed us all. I mean, he flip flops. He really does. I'm like, what is going on, Lex? I did like that you always keep bringing up Lord of the Rings. And you said that was nerdy. But also when the whole valley becomes Starro, I actually thought of it's the Millennium Falcon. In the asteroid. Oh no, it's alive, this whole valley. And I'm like, it's, but that it, was good. Yeah, I know. It didn't make it better. I was going to say that. It didn't, uh, you know, take on my fancy. Then we end up seeing that. I don't know. Every time we end up seeing the Legion of Doom, don't look it's like different. they're in any sort of throne, as they keep telling us. They That's keep the thing showing. Is, we are going to destroy the throne of Perpetua to stop, you know, the power that she's getting from it, where, you know, the seven dark energies or whatever you want to call it that we had in the Just League series leading up to Death Metal, where, like, you know, we had Cheetah, Sinestro, and Grodd all in freaking like, tubes that led to the throne, which was made out of Brainiac. Brainiac was transformed into her actual fr- throne. Now that we see the Legion of Doom, we have to release them. They're just strapped to the freaking monitors, you know, universal tuning fork. And that's what it looks like instead of the actual throne of Perpetua now. And I'm like, what's going on with this? Why do things change? And why aren't you talking about things changing leading into this? And like, we don't have time for that because Mindhunter is taking on Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And with that, Mindhunter is using Martian Manhunter and the connection with Kendra to end up tricking her to go and pretty much give herself up and right into the Omega Knight. Now, with that, Bobo stays back on the monstrosity that they call a boat. I would not Poor be on man. that thing. I mean, really. You know that thing's haunted. Oh, my God. It, it's so haunted. It's so Ooh, spiritual. It's such a... Oh, my God. It'd I'm be the, the worst. the only metal that's liquid at room like, temperature. Shut up, Ghost Mercury. I'll kill you. God damn, it's the worst haunting ever. You know. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's so annoying. You know that Bobo is going to ride in on Comet and save the day. You just know. He's back there. He's going to come to his senses, and, and he's going to end up, this is for Jim Rudd. Yeah, and he'll do that. It's so telegraphed in my mind. But what isn't telegraphed again is 
Kendra, I got to go off and save Marsha Manor. You, you're always reckless with your emotions. And then she flies off. Now that's a hero, people. You should be more. And then you doomed us. He, he just back and forth. I do like the art progression, though. As Kendra like, what do you gets think there, Bobo's going to do, though? Like, if he rides in on Comet to save today, what's he doing against the Omega Knight? He's going to start throwing. I kinda, He's going to throw I shit hope, and stuff at it like a chimp like, would. I, I don't know what's up with the metal man. Yes, they're making up Lex Luthor's pirate ship, but I do hope, like, later on in the podcast we'll talk about when the metal men combine to become alloy maybe that happens something like that to take on the omega knight i don't know if they're alive though i don't know where the response omnis are ripped out what they are made up at this right point now with- they're just sales most of them so i don't <laughs> know that they're really on the up and up going on but maybe they'll find it within themselves with the love of bobo i don't know but things again are very much That's, in it's, the it's a chimp using tools you kill that thing as soon as you see it i watched battle and the, the mechanical I mean, the robots are doing things, too. Everything is coming to a head here. You end up, though, with the classic, the classic death metal, metal, Scott Snyder, you know, books where you have Joshua Williamson jumping in with this of everything has to go wrong by the end and then uh, they're was so disappointing because what we had with these tie-ins going on like even when we had the, the death metal take september off and have a break month we had all those tie-ins going we had just like start up its own thing to be tie-in issues to that whole thing we started seeing issues of different things where our heroes are winning. It was a breath of fresh air for anything we've seen from metal or death metal or even the Just League leading into death metal. It was a breath of fresh air seeing this and I thought we were going to continue on and now we just like skip ahead completely from where we felt like we were in this series to get to an ending it seems and now it's like here's your heroes losing because they fucked up hard. I'm like I've gotten enough of that. And if you're going to go nerd-esque like you said about Lord of the Rings and stuff as they get to this you know the whole Brimstone Bay when Lex says to Nightwing hey you come with me I need somebody who works good in the shadows. I'm getting a Death Star feel here. You're going to there the Obi-Wan there the others are going to go and save Marsha Manhunter but yet that shadow deal stops one panel later. I need somebody in the shadows. All of a sudden the Omega Knight Oh no, and then they get blasted. I'm like, no. That's the best. I need someone who can walk in the shadow, work in the shadows. You turn the page, there's just a gigantic look. There's no shadows. There's Godzilla no shadows. sized Omega Knight. Well, we're fucked. Thanks a lot, Nightwing. I I'm love like, it too. It's Nightwing. Come with me. Why? Because I need someone who understands how to work in the shadows. And then the next, everybody's, everybody's there with them. And they're not in any shadows and look to be at a, a cliff's edge. Was he yeah. just going to run him off the cliff? It turns out the thing that was casting the shadow was the Omega Knight itself blocking the sun out because it's freaking as big as the freaking Godzilla. And then it gets blasted and it looks like everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Everybody's the dead. The Thanks end. for coming yeah. out. And, and it's, it is a shame because we were really enjoying this. I still love the art. I love the, the idea great. of it. I love so this I. as the side book with these characters that I love. A so lot of these I love, even with Lex being with them. But yeah, it is. It's just like you said, the beginning is padding to do what we did last issue, which felt like we were done with that for the most part. Taking up half of that to get to a freaking pirate ship, you know, uh, like giant mono, like I can't not going to say mono, like montage moment to get to the Omega Knight. We're doomed. The end. I'm like, well, shit just turned sour really quick. And the flip flopping is just ridiculous. 
But like you said, love the concept, love the art, love these characters, but this is a 6.5 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I don't know why I'm more negative than you this week. I'm going six. Usually I'm a half uh, above you, but I'm, I'm a half low. Good. Like I said, the concept's good, the art's good, and the characters are good. This is a down issue for something that I was really looking forward Again, to. Again, since Joshua Williamson jumped in on this, and if this would be a trade, this is a middle issue type deal. This is what we usually do get. So as a trade, you would just get through this and not really be bothered by it because of everything else so coming out of that still but i think this would bother a lot of people I, i'm because saying you, you, if it comes back with everything. a couple if it comes back with a couple hard-hitting issues and enjoying them as much as we have leading into it i think that you would be able to gloss over this a little bit more in a trade like i said as you read through but we'll go to the last book of this section a new book a number one it is batman white knight presents harley quinn number one for all of you white knight fans Written by Katana Collins with story by Katana Collins and Sean Murphy. Art by Matteo Scalera, Dave Stewart, and Anne World Design, given namer. This White Knight side story plays off a bit like a cartoony version of the Black Label Criminal Sanity book. Katana Collins starts things off a bit slow, but she gets the characters right. And Matteo Sclera was a great pick for the artist on this. I like getting back into the White Knight universe with Harley as the main character and look forward to some Harley versus Neo Joker action coming up. And if you had been listening to our podcast, we were a bit down on the curse of the white knight. We liked it at the beginning. It kind of petered out by the end. And then when you end up getting this announced, I think I even said on some news program or whatever, yeah, I don't know if I need more white knight. I don't know if I'm going to need more. This actually feels like a palate cleanser for the series for me that you end up having kind of a side deal, but it does advance the timeline ahead it gives you what's going on to set up after this getting the next white knight down the road because bruce is still in jail you can't have that stuff going on but you find out what's been going on some troubles but it's more harley centric and i i really do enjoy it that's all fine and good but the real question is if i introduce myself as arsenal shea you think people would buy it or like katana collins people would ask is that his real name Arsenal Shay? No, I think yeah. I think they would go for it. I think right. that would be. They call me Arse. God damn okay. it! I need a new arse. name. Arse, Arse, face Eric <laughs> is what they call you. You ended up messing yourself up. I, I'm just going to be I'm called Wildcat Shay. I'm I'm uh, shit, my toys. shit pants Werner. You think they'd go at that? My mom was crazy. But you end up having a intro right at the beginning of hey. hey little kids and the, the twins are grown up a little harley is telling them a bedtime the story about the time when i first met your dad jack and i was Mama a stripper was a go-go dancer yeah. and daddy was that. a mobster and yeah it all ends up where jack ends up sticking up for harley probably the first person who has done that with these it's other a weird gangsters. twist to find out more about this whole thing though because everybody thinks that you know the joker like you know corrupted harley quinn when she was already a doctor and stuff like that the joker did it but she wants to tell everybody including her babies and her kids and stuff like this and it's a little story time that she met the Joker when he was still Jack Napier before any of the craziness. And the first time they met, she was a go-go dancer at a mob bar and he was pretty much sticking up for her. And this is like Jack Napier's the thing that she fell in love with initially, not the yeah. Joker. And that's what she wants to set this, like the, uh, the level straight with all this. And I'm like, actually, this whole thing you want to do kind of takes away from a bit of the story for me for whatever reason. This whole, like, you know, we're playing heavy throughout this, all of this about the Jack Napier and stuff like that. The Joker, Jack Napier, like, you know, yeah. duality. 
And bringing this here, I guess it makes sense, but it actually makes things less in my I just, mind. I just think, with. like you said, they're trying to really push the idea that she fell in love with Jack. That's why they have kids. That's why she's not upset about it. All that stuff. And, and even says to the kids then, don't let anybody say that your dad was a bad guy. He wasn't. But even in that, you see that duality between your dad wasn't a bad guy, but and if, Jack. If you look into it, you might find out that I shot him in the face. Yeah, you're going to find out some really bad shit if you look into it. So don't, kids. That That's the moral of the story. But you also see Batman come swooping Next in. Next thing in the story, learn to speak English because this is falling on deaf ears, kids. Uh, and then they, they, the whole up. deal, the whole beginning here also. And plus, don't, tired of you. don't work the poll. Don't do that, please. But Look, they she was a responsible college kid making sure that she could pay for she her was college trying degree. To go. And you have Batman come in. And that's when Uncle Batman came in. Uncle Bruce came in. And that's the first time we met and that sort of thing. And you see that the three are connected. Then they always have been things like that. So that's nice enough. If it's, anybody's it's, worried about Sean Murphy not doing the art on this because of how much you like the aesthetic oh of that being part of the White Knight, you don't have to worry because what you we won't have even here, know. It's pretty much full, almost flawless. To the, I, I read the book. I didn't even realize that Sean Murphy wasn't on the book yeah. for how close this is it's and how crazy. good this book looks. It is so good. It is such a good version of this. And you go and you have Harley then in this. And I like the way Katana Collins is writing this. And if anybody doesn't know, Katana Collins is the wife of Sean Murphy. So I'm sure that she has been told. She probably got so sick and tired of hearing about this stuff that she said, you've told me so much. Yeah, let, me, this. let me write this. And uh, But I like She's that a little distancing continuity deal. Like in charge. She knows yeah. what's going on. Yeah, so she ends up doing a Harley who is a mother, a single mother. We know this. You have the twins. And she's a struggling. A single she, yeah, mother. She's and that's struggling. the best aspect. And that is the real. best. It's not like you're going to go in and Harley's the perfect mother. She's not. She even says when she, she goes to see Bruce. She still has the hyenas. Yeah. She goes and the to babies see Bruce. are her babies. I know. These, little, these two little titles, those are her those kids. Those are the kids. When she goes to see Bruce, she even says, I don't think I have the mother gene. He's like, you're doing okay. He doesn't see that apartment no, or house. No. But he's also keeping track of her. You have Duke come over. And make sure once a week that she's okay, brings Chinese food, but he also comes with a job. Somebody looked at me once a week and brought me a bunch of Chinese food. Don't look here. I ain't coming near your place. I'm sick. I'll get you sick. You end up where I'm not Duke, tell you where I live. Duke ends up. I know. Duke comes. I'll just stop. I'm just going to show up with the boom box, you know, playing in your eyes. You'll, you'll it come out. better be Chinese with it or you'll you're not, come not doing shit. I will have Chinese with it. Okay. Uh, I'm coming out. Oh, uh, And so you have Duke who comes over with Chinese food, but also says, and I think this is one of those things that they're worried about Harley. She's not making any money. She's got bills. You see them all over the place. Final notices, all that stuff. She's Mama's not gonna used to, to this the pole. deal. Yeah. And he said, there is a job. The FBI is in. There's the serial killer deal where they end up killing old film stars, painting their corpses black and white. I think that's a pretty cool deal. Even it though is. I wish that the art, really push that more i wish that Which you saw doesn't. a no i wish you saw a really big like spread page of one of these scenes i think that's a really cool deal harley is intrigued you can tell she's intrigued by it she even knows some of the background of these characters but 
She doesn't want to get involved. And it's one of those things. She doesn't want to get involved in something that turned her to a dark place before. And she's afraid with she's kids. She's a mother now. Yeah, with kids and stuff. She can't let that happen. So she's trying to avoid that. Says, I'm not involved. Get out of here. Throws an egg roll at Duke. Poor Duke doesn't even get his egg roll, though. I'd pick I'm it picking up that up off the ground. I don't I'd give a shit what anybody says. I'm a monster. <laughs> really? And Harley goes off to see Bruce in jail. They let her bring the hyenas. They even say it's kind of a funny deal to have them there, but well, they say I, this is the you, last time. This is the time. reason that crime runs rampant in Gotham. Somebody can bring hyenas to a freaking visit in prison. I'm like, yeah. no, this is nonsense. Everybody, everybody in Gotham who's a, any kind of authority figure, grow a fucking backbone. Yeah, just at least I'm telling no you, this hyenas. Is not that hard. No hyenas. How fucked up is that? I'm like, you, maybe you want to bring a dog, but no hy. I draw Eric, the line with hyenas. These are support Bunch hyenas. Support hyenas. <laughs> yeah, really. And Bruce here's the tank of the deal and it's funny because this also shows you the deal where the the uh, dog tags the tags are going and bruce is like oh well you know what's going on how did you know i was coming i heard the dog tags oh that's the only thing i have left that jack and me had he's like you have kids harley you know don't forget you have twins with them she's like oh yeah Hey, hey, oh, yeah. hey. Mama's out of the house right now. She doesn't be reminded about this. And, and she it's does Margarita say, 30. She said, yeah, really. She says throughout this of the idea of, you know, Leslie Tompkins comes over and watches the kids. And she loves when that happens because she gets her own time. She's playing with the kids and all she's thinking about. This is a very accurate deal. A lot. If you oh, are. Oh, totally. I'm somebody, telling you, I'm thinking this entire time. If I ever had kids, and like the best part of my day is when I wouldn't be around those little monsters. I have five kids, Eric. You are correct. At, yeah. at certain points, it's the greatest. But at certain points, it's certain it's, points. It's, it's Jim hell. used to have night terrors. He used to get up and find himself almost strangling them. Death. Yeah, Isn't really. That right, Jim? No. I'm telling you, I would love. What am though, I doing here? It's like the Amityville horror. It's one of those things. As as a father, I realized, boy, I really like taking naps because that was just the thing when <laughs> the just, kids the kids would go take a nap. So would Daddy. And I was like, man, I never used to take naps. I just want this like to be one of these profound things, everybody. It's one of those things as a father, but when as you look at your father, child and you realize, I fucked up. <laughs> no, here, it's like, I look in his eyes and I'm like, oh my God, this child that I brought into this life is just like me. Oh no, it. it's just like me. And then I go and then I hear Cat in the Cradle and then I start crying. 18 years is a long time. Oh, 18? Please. Zach's up there. Tanya said here, Mike, it's Alice Cooper. Eighteen. Yeah. Ta- ta- Eighteen. And I don't the lines are getting that dark. You have this whole deal with with Tanya today says to me, Do you think we should start charging Zach some of the bills that he has? And I'm yes. ta- and I said, Yeah. Why aren't we all ready? That's what I said. Yeah. Hey, you started getting charged when you were like twelve. You, no, no, somehow just, I, you were paying car I, insurance at six. I was doing my own laundry and cooking my own food at a very early age. My thing, my graduation present right after graduation was you owe us $300 rent. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Happy birthday, boys. Uh, I just, Zach, uh, one of the things that we have is, is, uh, car insurances. It's yeah. pretty high. So he better start paying it. Cause, cause, yeah, no, no, totally. Daddy ain't got no job. It's what's going on right now. And Zach, he is working. He's working at the uh, restaurant down the, down the street. And yeah. asshole comes back every night. 
I made four hundred and eighty dollars tonight. I'm like, really? How do you do that there? Like, because the thing is, like, like Daddy don't have a job. I'm assuming that I won't in very long either. Because right now, I found it this week. All right, Eric, we're going going down to four days a week. Yeah. You're gonna have Mondays off, Mike. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's either slow or the beginning of the end. And I'm I'm a pessimistic guy, kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, I actually was thinking about uh, you the other day, and I started giggling about how much of an asshole you were. This was not related to anything no. we're talking about. No, I actually thought because a lot of the work that we did was with china and stuff like that and that's that's yeah. trouble but with all that stuff aside uh yeah Harley, she's, she's struggling with being a parent she's doing her best she's trying and I, I like seeing that this isn't a harley that is like oh everything's great and i'm the best mother no this is harley she's trying she does care probably more about those hyenas though she's a damaged me. character though and it's yeah, great. she is and she's trying her best bruce is keeping an eye on her but you end up then when she decides after talking to bruce to go and look into these murders the serial killer murders and this all comes in in a way that like we had the batman do, and I, the, I forget do, i'm trying to find it do they have a name for this serial I killer yet? they did and i ended up i'll, I'll see what's going on i'm, I'm paging through right now because i'm trying to think of something because i couldn't remember i'm like did they not do him because like the silent era slayer yeah you like, like that, that? The, i the, don't know the non-talky era killer slayer. the non-talky <laughs> killer you like that uh the motion picture ki- killer I don't have the black and white beater. That'd be good. That's what I usually do, but that's just beside the point. The the idea of this though isn't as well oh, here played it is. out. The Golden Age murders. Okay. Bah, that's there stupid. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> when you have that Batman coming out of the Joker it's War, some kind of alliteration in there. Yeah, really. When you have the Batman coming out of the Joker War, there's a clear defined thing to show you. Okay, this is how Gotham is going forward. Batman is not going to have the tech. All that in this, there is a mention by Duke. You know. Since Asriel ended up doing this in the Do you GTO, this? uh, what with him saying Asriel about going through and taking out all the other villains in Gotham? No, because I don't remember no. that aspect I think that of Curse that of the might White be Knight. pushed there. And this is what I'm saying. It's not really well spelled out or defined exactly what had happened. Like, I know he took out Rose. I'm pretty sure he might have taken out Penguin and stuff and like Gordon, that. But like, the, and, and, and yeah, and like Joker died by, you know, Harley's hand at the end, but like. It's Gotham. There's got to yeah. be more going on. I didn't remember Azrael going around and slaying everybody he came across. Well, and that's where I was kind of going with this idea of it's not as well defined what Bruce in jail, the GTO, what's that meant to, you know, this time frame, a couple of years in this universe. But you end up having it like the serial killer stuff is a big deal because of all that. And you end up at Golden Age slasher deal, Golden Age murder. And Harley just goes in. And I do like it's a six issue mini. And I do like that Harley just goes in, looks at two clues, knows exactly who it is. She's like, yep. And you these are. Were, these were used by with clown knots. The Joker used to do this and stuff like that. It's a copycat of the Joker and stuff. And I'm like, all right, that's fun because she comes in here. She's freaking Mr. Monk, Toby, Tony Shalhoub yeah. here. And I'm like, all right, I am all about this. The Jester's Court actor, that was Jack's yep. favorite film. Using clown knots. This is a copycat. I know exactly who this is. The Neo Joker. She's still out and about. We knew she'd be back. I'm like. I'm sitting there like we had a guy in the Slack, you know, homie Kyle Z, talking yeah. about how we have Hector freaking Quimby. Yeah, here, and he's an FBI in. agent who comes in. I think he's more involved with this story than well, the, and the, like the idea going on. of the H and the Q, Hector yep. Quimby being like a Harley Quinn. And I'm sitting there, well, if you could have a Neo Joker be a woman, why not have a Neo Harley Quinn? Yeah, I think so that's the whole what thing we're getting. 
like a, a man being the new Neo Harley Quinn with this Hector Quimby. I'm like, I can totally see that a guy who's obsessed with Harley Quinn and is here now, like an FBI agent with all the know-how that a Harley Quinn would have had to become Harley. He's obsessed. I can see this totally being a thing calling her out. Yeah. And he's obsessed, not just with Harley. He's obsessed with Harley and Joker. He ended up yeah. doing his dissertation on Harley and Joker read all her notes. He's you into that really combo. Do- much with like, you know, obviously it's it's not as on the nose as a character called Harleen Quinzel, but Hector Quimby, he's yeah. doing okay, I guess, if yeah. he wants to be a Neo Harley Quinn. Exactly. I don't know if that's the case or not. And he is, again, he's so up and he seems to be obsessed with that Joker and Harley kind of deal. Jack Napier looking, yeah, kind he of is. like how, you know, the Neo Joker was very Harley Quinn looking. Yes. So I think that you're right. I think that when they get to this Neo Joker, uh, you're going to end up having Hector want to become that he's going to be because he knows everything they did, what they did, you know, obsessed with all that. And he's he'll an end expert. up and you get six issues. So that's why I think you kind of have her come in and jump right to it. She gets in the old outfit. She's got the hyena. She's off because I think that when she looks at this, maybe she was just going to go and check it out. Try to not go dark with it as she's afraid. The minute that she sees that it's involved with the Joker and it's the Neo well, I Joker. I got to see if I fit into my old costume now, now she's that I'm like, a mother. Yeah, here we go. Because this ends up, and they even say, whoa, 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 slow down, Harley. Nope, she's off. I'm going to get her. And you have I all work that. alone. And I thought that that was pretty cool. And in cool. order for me to work alone, I have to dress like Harley Quinn. And have my two hyenas with my me. My babies. Somebody call Blood Leslie. We're coming with me. Somebody call Leslie. Babysitting tonight. <laughs> babysitting is going to be on overtime. And then she goes off. No so. boys allowed, though, Leslie. No, no boys. So, yeah, that I liked it. I really did. No, it's fun. It really the is. idea that you didn't even know that it wasn't Sean Murphy's art is well, such an, a testament to this part. I thought that this was a one shot that was going to lead into the beyond the white knight kind of thing that Sean Murphy was yeah. teasing before. I had no idea that this was a mini series that it was doing its own thing. So yep. when we came to a cliffhanger and I'm like, and see huh. next in Carly Quinn number two, I'm like, well, shit, I do look forward to this because yeah. I thought this was a total one shot going into it. Yeah. And here's the thing. I know that a lot of people were upset with the white knight deal. Oh, that's a piece of crap, Batman. That's it. You know, you can read this without even reading those. There's some things that you'd have to get caught up on, but they this is a hard way as best they can. Yeah. So if you, if you were, or even if you were by this point, like, yeah, this Batman story, it's getting old, this whole deal. This does make it fresh for me. This ends up making me like, okay. It's already better than uh, Curse of the White Knight as far as I'm concerned. Going in with issue number one. I agree fully because we really, we were interested. The things that we ended up being interested in, the Curse of White Knight, Laffy, and the whole deal uh, of the past ended up kind of getting shuffled around, not shuffled around and then got so far beyond convoluted. It was crazy. And that was what we were like. This is what I care about and I don't care about it anymore. You've ruined it for me. Yeah, I like this a lot. I gave it an 8.5 8.5 on the site. It's, it is my, you know, I spoiler want to alert. Now, this but is I want my... to give it an 8 out of 10 as well. From I just want to give it an 8 out of 10. 8. for this. 5. Come the... on, join me here. Come on. This is uh, all wrong. Do it, baby. You can my do it. My plan was that this would tie with Teen Titans for my book no. of the week. They both being an this 8, is so better. I don't want to go against. It is good. It, it is really better is good. than te- Teen Titans. But I it's... did like. I gave an 8 as well on the Patreon. Yeah. Just it's not as good as this, though. This ends up just think that this ended up getting you inspired to like a book that we were down on right there. But Boom. that beginning with that Jack Napier and the go go dancing kind of threw me Eric. down a bit. I'm right, losing 8. My 5. Voice. You're fine. Stop it. 8.5. You're All right. right. We're going to go off now to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. And it's a bad- 
Ah, uh, yes, and we're going to hear Mel with Jim and Eric here. We have one mail tonight, and it's from J-Man. And if you want to be like J-Man, be the star of the show, like also over here, Arsenal Shea. That's right. Uh, email us in at Weird Science. DC Comics at gmail.com like J-Man did. And he says, hey, Jim, what's up, Eric? What's up, J-Man? I am losing my interest in DC Comics right now. I'm Batman sorry. is the straw breaking the camel's back. I blame three creators for this. Tom King, right? <laughs> James Tynan. And yes, Scott Snyder. I don't have the ding sound there. Eight years ago, Batman was at an all-time high. A young up-and-coming creator known only for his vampire funny book and a great but short-lived detective run. Uh, I didn't know that that whole American Vampire was a funny book, but uh, Dick... They're all funny books, Jim. With Dick at the helm made Batman great again. I ain't laughing. Not only did he surpass many previous runs, Snyder with Capullo on art surpassed everything coming from the new 52. Do you agree with that, Eric? No. This series was so hot. You got to drop very hot. it. You got to drop it. It's not my favorite, though. I went to my LCS every Wednesday that Batman came out. One, to be the one of the first people to read the latest Batman comic book issue. And two, to talk to the hottest female comic book fan I have ever seen, who was only there to pick up the latest Batman issue. Who is now my wife. I, I hope. Although Snyder missed out it's on uplifting several of Batman's rogues gallery characters, other than Joker and Riddler. A lot of people were upset what he did with Mr. Freeze and developing yeah, Damian yeah. Moore as a key Bat character. He basically kept Damian to the curb for most of his run, but you had Batman and we, Robin. Exactly. We had Tomasi bringing up Batman and Robin until Grant Morrison killed him in Batman Incorporated, ruining it yes. all. Yes. And making us cry. He brought some of so the best parts cries. of Batman to the forefront. Alfred, conversations with Gordon on the precinct rooftop at the crime scenes. Slick gadgets that help save the day. Pivotal fights. Cool vehicles to help win the battle. Staring down the seemingly unstoppable threats and overcoming it through sheer determination. Why would I say Snyder is part of the ruination of Batman? More on that later, Eric. 50 or so oh, issues later. We got a promising first arc from Tom King. The next 79 issues became a three-year-long mass of shit by King all over Batman and the Batman universe. While Snyder brought some of the Batman's best to the forefront, King irreparably destroyed most of what makes Batman great. Killed Alfred, replaced rooftop Gordon conversations with one-word Bat-Cat dialogue with Selina, pulled the spotlight away from gadgets and pivotal fights, emasculated Bruce. He uh, continues, that's a palate cleanser from the time King shitstorm. We get a middle-of-the-road improvement on the Bat mythos by one James Tynan. Yes, he brought back highlighting the cool gadgets and cool vehicles, but these gadgets don't help him save the day or win the battle. They are just window dressing. And yes, he is staring down the unstoppable threats until he gets help from the likes of Harley Quinn and Catwoman. 
fight scenes are often teased through Tynan's run, but much of the critical blows are shown off panel or in somebody else's comic book. After King killed off Alfred, Tynan temporarily used Lucius Fox as a replacement until he jokerized Fox and let him run away with Bruce's money. When the chips are down, Batman can no longer turn the rooftop Gordon or Alfred in his ear. This is all replaced with Bruce reminiscing on how great that was. Now to stop for a second, the idea of Alfred being killed leading Lucius, this seems to be more editorial than the writer's decision, even though I I hate to give Tom credit, any sort of credit with that, because it did seem like he was really taking a lot of joy in doing it at the time. But it was to set up the 5G stuff yeah. and get Lucius, get Lucius hurt so that, Luke, this was stuff we heard way before it even happened. So I do believe that that was editorial. You still have to make it good, though. And having Bruce... You know, pretending he's Magnum P.I. on a beach while his, you know, father <sighs> figure is getting his neck snapped. In front great. of his son. Yeah. Above Tynan and King, I do blame Scott Snyder for this continuation of Batman mediocrity. With the deal gone and John's over in TV land, there is a spot for someone influential to write the ship. Scott Snyder has Tynan's ear. In a recent interview, Tynan and Snyder said they talk on a daily basis about their comic book projects. I think it's like, you still working on that? Yup. Yup. And I'll tell you, Scott Snyder, he seems like a very nice guy talking to him. He also doesn't seem like a guy who is going to like put his foot down against anybody that he goes with the idea. Everybody has their own deal that they're writing. He's not going to write somebody else's ship when he's not on that book anymore. It's not something I think he would do, even if he doesn't think their Batman is the greatest thing. I think that he thinks that's not his place. There are other people to do that above him that are supposed to do that and have. They end up firing Tom King eventually from that whole Batman deal because of what they saw him doing to Batman and probably that Jim Lee's here to some extent, but that's why they were able to jump in then. Yeah. But they, they were wanting to all that time, they said, but that's not a Scott Snyder thing. He's just a fellow writer. You know, if he was made editor-in-chief, things writers. like that. Hello, fellow writer. Snyder had a massive Batman success in the recent past. Now, I do think that maybe you'd have time and call him and say, hey, what do you think of this? But I don't think it's Snyder's place to call no, no, Tynan and say, what the hell are you doing? You there's, there's nothing wrong with bouncing ideas off of people or something you're working on and stuff like that. Hey, does this sound really cool to you? Yeah, it sounds awesome. All right, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I don't think, though, it's it's you know Scott Snyder's thing to call up somebody and say, hey, I don't like what you're doing to Batman. They'd say, you're not writing Batman. I am. Ring, ring. Hello? You need to back off right now. I read Batman number 100. You need to stop that shit right now. I have a list of demands. And like, you know, James Tynan's like, we don't let the terrorists win. You're not going to win this way. I'm going to write the Batman I want to write. Yeah. And and then you'll have Ryan Leifeld call and say, listen, you ain't the Batman. Stay. You know, he just gets <laughs> mad. He has collaborated with Tynan on bad stories in the past. He is even a yeah. professor teaching and mentoring Tynan in the past. Why can't Snyder step in just a little bit? It's not his place. He, and it's not it's the same not Batman writing. story anymore. Like James Tynan yeah. has taken the reins of this whole thing and running with what he wants. Like I said, where he, I think he wanted the Batman to go after Batman Eternal right now. And even with that, what he is doing, like things seem like in the background, they have changed from when he originally jumped on to what they are now joker war being all about punchline things from editorial coming down and even the fact that we're going into endless winter and then future state interrupting a lot of things with a lot of books he's not really getting a chance to do exactly what he wants to do and a lot of stuff has to be condensed to freaking shortened or wrapped around to like you know stall so we can have these moments yeah and we don't know what 
editorial is doing or saying. I've got a little peek in talking to a Steve Orlando saying that, you know, editorial has a little more of their hands in in the pie. Their fingers are getting all dirty in the pie there on a lot of writers. And so we're not sure, you know, what would be. So if you want to have a Batman's ship being righted, but in the meantime, the heads and the editorial, they're the ones doing it. It's not going to change. We don't know the idea. And James Tynan, he's becoming a bigger writer, but I think that maybe they like having him on Batman too because he's still able to be, you know, I don't want to say manipulated, but they can say you do this or you get fired. Well, James Tynan might end up leaving eventually if that's the case because his indie books and things like that are getting bigger and bigger. But instead, it seems like he wants to close out his death metal, pivot away from Capes and Cows and focus solely on his creator own non-superhero horror stuff. What happened to being so proud and passionate about Batman and his superhero stuff at DC? I think he's still that, but it's one of those things. It's as if I was a wide receiver for the Eagles. I'm loving the Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. I get traded to Dallas, you know, the most hated team for Eagles. Dallas, Dallas. I'm Dallas now. I mean, this is the thing. He's not on Batman anymore. He's doing death metal. These guys are, you know, writers for hire. They end up going to these other books and they can't be that concerned with other people's things. Plus, you start ending up doing that and getting other people mad at you. You're going to get a reputation of being a real pain yeah. in the ass and, and nobody's going to want to hire you. Typecasted as, oh, he's that Batman guy when maybe personally you want to have bigger and better things that you're yeah. remembered for that maybe you created personally. Yeah, with that, with, you know, what he tried to, it, it kind of is still, but, you know, having Wonder Woman being the focus of death metal and having her seemingly being the big, you know, hero, but, and so far I'm feeling lukewarm about death metal up compared to metal. I yeah, I'm still that. Yeah. The death metal series. So I don't far think metal feels, is all that great. And I don't think death metal is even, yeah, even I, as good I as just, metal was. It's, it's a weird thing that my main problem is you have an event that's going to change things in a big way. And I still really would have problems writing a blurb to somebody who hasn't read any of it to explain what has happened. Like some really like quick thing that you'd have in like a movie trailer like you'd you know throw it out it's there impossible to get it. it's like yeah. like doing a quick blurb to explain all of the star wars films that are out right now in one little blurb because the thing is you had metal you had what led up into metal it's pretty much the entire batman run even with court of owls leading into metal then you had no justice the justice league series and now death metal i'm like there is a lot going on for this story so much that you can't even talk about how things are working in the story. Well, that you're I'm sitting now. here at myself, and when I actually sit down and think about it, I get confused just thinking about it. And that's not something that should be the big event leading forward. So we'll, we'll see. He says it's decompressed. Evil continues to overcome when every time it looks like good wins, just so they can get uh, reveal another version of an evil Batman to market their new toy line. Hmm, this sounds a lot like the advertising scheme for most of my beloved 80s cartoons that had associated toy lines. Eric knows all about those. Stay sure tuned do. for a partnership between DC and McFarlane. So you're talking toys. about James Tynan's whole reveal of like, the, like we talked about at the beginning, like the first four issues, we had a new Bat Tech. Every time we saw that, it seemed like is Kenner putting out a new Batman toy with like, you know, That's ski, what it like street like. sled Batman? But if you do it in a fun way, that can get a little nostalgia and get a little smile out of you until you do start seeing McFarlane making death metal things. And, you know, then you're like, well, it That's wasn't exactly. I want, I want McFarlane freaking DC toys so much, but with the amount of, you know, just metal, dark multiverse Batman's putting them like, 
I want to buy your stuff, but I don't want any of your stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you have that crazy. I'm I'm surprised that they didn't get him fully in the opposite way of designing some of the characters himself for the death metal than to make the characters and toys from that. That would have been a pretty cool deal because he has doesn't really do stuff with the big two and things. Uh, DC solicits for December and January are not looking good, he says. You have the endless winter and you have future state. I'm looking at this as let's see how this is. This is something new. It's something different. It might spark a little bit of fun for everybody who has been getting down with this, you know, treading water and stuff. So I'm looking forward to those, actually. But after three Jokers ends, he says, I am done in jumping ship. That's next week. That's next week. He's done. Maybe this is his goodbye letter. I hope he doesn't jump ship. But that is J-Man from Half Moon Bay. And yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people are down right now, and and downrightly so. A lot of these books are treading water. A lot of these books are coming up very generic. Rough. Yeah, and the big event is rough. And it's I'm, weird, I'm talking too. about events because the Joker War was supposed yeah. to be, in my mind, my big summer event because I wasn't digging death metal, and I did not care for that either. Yeah, so it kind like, of fizzled. Nothing's really coming up Millhouse for me anymore, and I'm hoping the Endless Winter and Future State are interesting enough to say, like, okay, this sucked right now, but we led to this, and I'm happy that we have this. Yeah, it's almost like I I'm hope. looking. I look out the window and I see you throwing the frisbee with yourself. It's not coming up Millhouse anymore. It's just you, Eric. You're you're on the seesaw all by yourself. But yeah, I it, it sucks when we get a lot of people telling us that they're down on DC, down on some things. At one point, it seemed like the the uh, Black Label stuff was inspiring some people, and that seems to have faded a little with everybody, and they need something new. So let's wait and see what this new stuff is. And when we get the solicits eventually, the next solicits will be February. That's going to continue future state. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to getting what's March, March say when we see the March stuff. And if they at least change creative Marching teams, forward. stuff like that, I can get behind that and maybe get excited. But we'll see what it is. But thanks, J-Man. Kind Thank of you, J-Man. Keep on keeping on, buddy. Keep on trucking, as they say. Find some other book. You know, you like the three jokers. Maybe you can find something else going. And if he says he's jumping ship, where's he jumping to, Eric? I want to hear what that is all about. Noel is coming, and he's all interested over at Marvel. Noel has been coming so long (laughs) that his eyes have been glassy seven times, Eric. This guy will never show up. Uh, uh, Or he's uh, learning that Green Goblin was back for an issue, Eric. Right? I don't know why I hit that, but it sounds a little it like works. the Green Goblin, right? It does work. But we're going to go off to the last section of books. Hey, everybody. Jim here to let you know that this episode of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast is brought to you by the Hulu original series Hellstrom. Right in time for Halloween, Hellstrom is a mature, suspenseful, mysterious, scary, dark, thrilling, chilling, authentic, edgy action pack series. It's produced by Marvel Television and is more horror than hero and perfect for October, the scariest month of the year. The best thing is you don't have to wait until Halloween to get your treats because all the episodes of Hulu's Hellstrom are now streaming only on Hulu. I mean, now you go over now, you're going to be watching the Hellstrom. Hellstrom is essentially the story of a very complicated family, a woman who fell in love with a bad guy, discovered it much too late and a horrible, traumatic family incident that tore everyone apart. I mean, that is crazy enough. It's a story of two broken children who were estranged and raised separately, becoming two very different people. And this is not a story about kids discovering their powers and 
being all happy and all about that. They're adults who have grown up apart and now have to learn to deal with the emotional baggage they've acquired throughout the years. And most families have skeletons in their closet and demons, stuff like that. I know my family's crazy enough. Nothing like the Hellstroms. And again, the best thing is you can go over right this instant, go over to Hulu and start streaming the Hulu original series Hellstrom right now. Now, on with the show. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair, blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks a tear is tear. Well, that's just every shape. Looking for a star screen, or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. Well, that's just every shape. That is Eric Shea, who I'm here with right now to talk oh, four yeah, books to end the podcast. Eric, ended. I mean, completely gone, done, right. kaput. Smell you later. I, I feel like crap. Oh, We're yeah? going to get into these things. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having some problems. I can't even get up out of bed. I'm laying in bed right now. I have the mic. I brought it up. I'm just laying there. Would you? Would that be funny? I'm just laying I, there. I swear you've mic. done it before in the past. So it would not shock me at all. I'm hugging it. Hey, Mike, what's going on, baby? But yeah, and that's Wasn't the dancing there a mic. Of time that how that's exactly how you did the podcast. Yeah, I for ended a while. up laying in the bed, and I had that like at the end. I'm like talking. But to you're you. saying this like it's the most ridiculous thing ever. I'm like, no, dude, dude, you, you did this now. For a it's while. ridiculous. I'm down here in the basement. If I laid down on this floor, I, I'd have to go get more testing. But here we are. We have these four books and clean your basement. Yeah, they're, they're, well, it's an unfinished basement. I I mean unfinished. And I books here are I don't know. <laughs> these these I don't know books what. are. Uh, they're, they're bigger books. I mean, page count, Eric. And, and also the idea that you're getting some things. You're getting a new Catwoman run coming up right here with Ram V. He's going to, and this issue that we get this week, I kind of think of as his start. He ended up having that 25. I think of last he was one tying in. Start. Yeah, but he was tying up some Joker War stuff and then had that little bit with this, you know, Alley Town. But this is where her big plan comes to be. We end up having a similar thing where Nightwing kind of got back to being Nightwing and Batman 100 then we go off here to get the start of his new deal no, but, it, but it seems like but it seems like I'm 100 is ready to be Nightwing like yeah. everybody thought I was it's but weird. maybe I am it's so weird and then I we think. have we have Aquaman <laughs> that's coming back from a two issue hiatus Lost Jackson Hyde deal going back to the wedding Jackson Hyde took all the wind out of his sails he did he did and then we have Metal Men there you go Metal Men that seems Pen to Ultimate Metal Men seems to have been like changed that this is where I, we're seeing some changes I, I, I to kind of deal with what the hell's going on with it. But we're going to start with Aquaman. What, with Aquaman what was the deal. thing that we were dealing with before? Like, I, I'm sure, but we're like, was it Scott Snyder's Death Metal says uh, everything matters? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that Death Metal. Yeah, everything stuff? matters. Metal? Okay. Yeah. Because that really should have been like the tagline for the Metal Men. Everything to do with the Metal Men. All of its history, all of it matters because you're going to get it right in this series. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, you love Whether that Metal Men. Whether it or not. Yeah, you love that Metal Men. Not that much this week. And you were the only review for a while. For I'm sitting there looking. Time. I'm like, man, Eric's the only one who reads this book. But here's a book that we're going to start with, Aquaman number 64, that actually I see a lot of people talking very positively about. Now, we have been on the Kelly Sue DeConnick tip for a bit here. Me a little more uh, than you. You wanted to get out of that old God stuff. But once we did get out of that. Once we got out, I was fully on this going into the Red Wedding and even the Jackson Hyde two-parter. I was all about. But now that we're back to the Red Wedding, it's like. 
Maybe we shouldn't have had that Jackson Hyde two putter because going it back stinks. to this out of nowhere, yeah, all the momentum's gone, and I'm like, I don't even remember where we're supposed to be. Exactly, and it, it stinks because we like the Jackson Hyde two putter. We're not saying we didn't want that. It's just nope. the timing of it. Just but not getting right back, now. So getting back to this, and just keep in mind the Jackson Hyde deal. You ended up having, you know, Zebel where Jackson went with his grandfather AI Jesse. They go and they get attacked by the trench there. And while that's going on, you end up having Aquaman, Tula. They're waiting for Jackson to show up because he's kind of a backup to because this nonsense. Orm and the rest of the Seven Kingdoms are attacking at the freaking wedding of uh, Mara. Yeah, and and so they're waiting for Jackson. And I'm thinking there's going to be a bunch of things that tie in. Remember the whole thing with the Seven Kingdoms. Mara uses the wedding to be, I don't know, she has to, you know – proclaim things as that queen of atlantis i say fuck all of you yeah. and the ideals that you've had before because we should take them all away yeah she says no more leaders everything we should no all more have rulers democracies everybody should and this isn't what kings and queens of the seven and kingdoms guillotines. are gonna want yeah and with That's that the of an Aerosmith even song. before <laughs> that though really even what's that kings, kings and queens, queens and uh, guillotines. you have this whole deal going on that in the background of all that norm yeah i can't do it kings and queens listen to me <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, you end up having orm was always planning on going here and causing trouble we had seen the dagon freak army gathering troublemaker like you said you you love the idea uh with the ships underwater you know why they would have boats but they're Come underwater on, right what are you doing but that kind of comes into play here too when they do end up smashing through the, the big globe of Atlantis. It, it's not going to flood in because it's, I'd like to, we, I, what is that depressuration that I'm like, no, no, that, they're you don't talking have to about do that. breaking this dome and the fleet of Dagon coming in, talking about the idea that like the pressure's shifting and stuff like that. I'm waiting. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. Are we still underwater? And I'm, I'm paging through. I'm like, yeah, there's freaking Volko and he's got like little bubbles coming out of his mouth. So we are still like, this does nothing. This is a protective bubble to keep people out. And that's it. Why are you talking about pressure changes and all this well, stuff? Why that is, I think that Kelly Sudeconic wants to make sure that you realize that it was broken through because any other thing, if we had an underwater city that had air in it, you'd have the water rushing in, but you're not going to yeah. have that because there's water yeah. all over. So she has to do that. And I kind of laughed. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of just trying to show that it is broken into. But the the idea of these rulers the leaders of the seven kingdoms that gets pushed aside after a spread page you get a well, bunch thing. of things you have yelling. an all-out battle royale right here between all the seven kingdoms going on big old spread page of this whole thing and then once you move past that and just like when orm's right there facing down with aquaman you lose all idea of anybody else who is here yeah yeah and why i liked this run so far and what i was looking forward to is the strong leader that's mara Dealing with now Aquaman, who really shouldn't be there, and no. Orm there going with that. And I thought that this was going to be interesting. It it devolves. It devolves into what we always get, Aquaman versus Ocean Master, in a way that isn't even as satisfying as what we usually do get because Mera is just taken out of Lernea, all of this. The Lernea. sea elemental is just wraps around her to the point where it's like she is wearing a Lernea suit at this point. Like, you know what that means, Mara? No, what's that mean, Orm? It means you can't use any of her aquakinesis. I'm like, 
Which uh, just says like a, a water woman wrapped around her. I don't know why that would, but this is the thing. We I have think taken a Siaco Kinesis picture. would stay inside the the bubble of of Lornea. It's weird, but like, even Lornea then, is right now in a liquid form. I want to be able to play with that where she could shape shift Lornea into anything she wants. Like I'm gonna like all of a sudden like. I am Mara. I'm going to think really hard about this water bitch in front of me who's wrapped oh around me. I'm going to turn her into a spear and then chuck her through Orm's belly. Not a boxing glove. That's not what you do. I'm just going all Hal Jordan constructs, train, uh, boxing glove, fire hose. You end up where you're going to have Catch a fight smart. while you have, you know, Dagon crashing through. But with Lousy this, where are the where's the trench? We see the trench queen in that spread page. She disappeared. Looks like she's larger eating, than life. She's eating people all around. Then she disappears. She's crab people. And I thought that what we were going to get here as well is the idea that you know Orm thinks he's the big bad, but the Seven Kingdoms, even though they don't like what Mara said, that they would respect Mara more. I, but we don't. I, we get neither. What we do end up getting is Zebel siding with Orm just because. That's what Mara, you know, is from. It's it's very generic, out of nowhere. Well, yeah. even the thing where you open up the book and you're the predator. I'm trying to say it, predatorious medical yeah. complex in Atlantis, where we have somebody who is just sick being treated by a doctor talking about how am I going to get my pills if Atlantis falls? Here's your pills because the trains run on time in Atlantis. Now the Queen Mara is awake. Like, oh, I love Queen Mara. Yeah. Yeah. Use this page for me, please. Catch me back up to what's been going on and actually spell out everybody who you've introduced as being a part of the Seven Kingdoms. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, what were those otter people called? What were those crab people called? I don't recall. The and they don't tell people, you on this issue. They seem to be getting eaten by the Trench Queen. They, they have their and, They're and extinct now. Also, if you ended up setting up something with this, I wouldn't mind this setup. Just think of this, Eric. You end up finding out the Trench and the crab people. They have a long-standing feud. They're the Hatfields and McCoys. I mean, you, you can end up, oh, man, you you had the trench people and and the crab people here. Oh, man, that's going to be trouble. So at least you see they're off on the side. The trench off. queen yeah. had a son who fell in love with a lousy Damn crab right. woman. Crab. And so that would at least make sense of why they separate and just fight each other. And, you know, oh, man, they're all tied in with you. But everybody just – it is mass pandemonium for one page. And then, again – the camera just zooms in, Orm, Arthur, back to everything else. You're just a, a jealous kid who doesn't you is, don't belong. And it just Aquaman goes. Aquaman talking shit on Ocean Master is my favorite part of this book because at least it's leading to something. But like Dolphin talking to Lernea, wrapped yeah. around Mara's body, writing with and her. And Mara freaking, as well. Know, it gets confusing. Exactly. I, I was so confused at first, but her just writing with her freaking uh, her bioluminescence in the water wrong and then swimming off to go find Pile. And I'm like, all right, I got to assume that this is going to lead to something next issue. But right now, right here, this is doing nothing. Let's get back to Aquaman talking some shit because we're not really going to be doing anything else in this. Yeah. Like, where's Jackson Hyde at? Why is he getting his ass over here? Yeah. So you end up with this whole deal. Mara is queen. She was going to marry Volko, right? This whole deal. Yes. You end up Orm comes in. Sham I, wedding. I should be the king. Sham wow is what I say. I should be the king. It's a weird thing to say. And then Arthur comes down and says, hey. And then at one point, you even have the arguing back and forth and the shit talking. Like you said, Arthur, it's like, you're just a stupid boy who's always jealous. You're, there he is again, yeah, that jealousy coming is. out. And then they're like, we should do something. What's Arthur doing? No, no, no. He's goading him into. And it made it seem like the typical. And we've seen this before with Orm and a lot of other things, even in real life where you want to get 
that guy, Orm, you want to get him fired up because he's going to say awful shit. He is going to expose you himself. You think I care about these lousy yeah. moodies yeah, or something like along that. those lines that to never make happens. people dig on? <gasps> yeah. Oh my! Isn't Lord that what Orm, you thought? You were a piece of shit. Yeah, really. I thought you loved us. Oh my god! I just used them. Like you know. Oh, look at you with your. Half I love thing. the power. Yeah, and so, but he just he just <laughs> keeps yelling. Challenge me, you coward. And then Aquaman does. So this goading never does much except fill page space because all you end up is, having is this big is challenge. A fight. It is a fight going on between Arthur and Orm. And then freaking Mera's father, Nearest, over the Zebel leader, he joins in with Orm, beats the crap out of Aquaman. And Lernea's like, and Lernea and Mera's like, he picked a side. He's going to pick the winning side. And pretty much, I swear that the only thing is that Tool is like, no, wait, let Aquaman go with his shit talking is because this is going to give him a chance to, to make Nerys say, okay, you guys are talking. You're going to work one-on-one because it's essentially this, like, we shall go and fight in mortal combat. Whoever shall win shall be the ruler. Then, he, like, you know, it just gets Nerys out of the way. Now we're just going to fight mano a mano with Orm and Aquaman. So we stop the fight to shit talk to get back to a fight that's a little bit more fair, like, you know, in the long run until it's not again. Yeah, and then basically it is set up by Aquaman. I challenge you to a fight for the ruling of Atlantis. If you win, Orm, the throne is yours. If I win, we do it Mera's way. And it's just, first off, why is he able to do this? I know he's Aquaman, but he is not right now the king of he anything. Kind of, he kind of banished at this yeah, point, he, Aquaman. He so, kind of but is. But when he does challenge Orm, whether it's ridiculous or not, it looks amazing. I even like the over-the-top Orm, Ocean Master, Lord of Dagon, the first brat of Atlantis. I hereby challenge you to monarchical. I can't even say the monarchical battle. If you win, the throne of Atlantis is yours. I'm like, that, that, that's not your. That's not your. Like yo, you're right to say this. No, no, you're wrong. Right now, Aquaman, you had to sneak Get in. Back to MC you Bay. had to sneak in. You, you were the Batman uh, of the the seventh tribe. So stop it. But they start fighting. And then Orm just cheats. And again, is this something that shouldn't be allowed, whatever? But they end up olaying him, putting a blanket over him, and then Orm stabs him right through the chest. And he looks like he's dying as he's doing the He's trying to get there. And you end up even with that with some more shit talking from Orm. Ah, what, what are you calling some fish? I'm waiting for him to no gods, old gods. Here they come. Where's Bucktooth or, Man? Or as you thought beforehand, or Mother, Mother Shark, Shark might be showing up. Yeah, yeah or everybody. And especially with him on the verge of death, Aquaman, where she like, you know, when you die, you go to Mother Shark's lair. This whole thing, she might be coming almost like a grim reaper anyway to freaking, you know, take him away, but also give him a little help here when she's while she's around. Do you think that when Mother Shark comes in, Andy's gonna be riding on Mother Shark on the top? Because I do think so, because she's there, they're all hanging out with the gods and stuff like that so we'll see that but do the gods hang out with mother shark i don't know i don't think anybody does that's why she's so sad right. she's don't hang sad. out with sharks yeah that is a rule of life that is true um i like the art in this i i the like also we didn't mention volko goes down and gets mother satay out of jail and it's like hey mother satay we kind of need you now i'm like i i don't know what she's gonna do, we, do really do I, we kind of need mother i satay think she's though? gonna be there to come up and when this is all said and done she's like no 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 See, this isn't on the books. Right, she assholes. does kind of say that, but the idea, no, no, Mara's the ruler. Arthur had no way of doing this stuff. Orm, out. And look at you. And even, that's the thing is, though, he had no way of doing this, so you can't make a claim to it, but I'm like, really, like, that's the thing is, like, the Elanians are being overrun by everything. The Dagon battle fleets coming in. 
if we have Jackson Hyde show up and Mother Satea say no, 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 is it really going to matter at this point? He's going to say yes, yes, yes. I don't know. It's all housebreaking. No, list. no, I no. like when those boats are coming in and pew, pew, they're shooting the lasers, Eric. Look at that. That that might be oh, yeah, the, the worst. That might be the worst panel of the whole deal. I, I, those I didn't boats. know what's happening at first with that. They got the lasers to blowing the place up. It's like the Star Wars. Oh my but god! When you got the character work going on. Everybody looks great in this yeah, issue. Yeah, Like for the most part, and it, it really does then focus in you, you get that close up with the character work with arthur and orm especially and it looks really good uh overall like when though, he points that tried and freaking doing is like i challenge you to mortal combat looks amazing but i'm like finish him know, just, is that what like, they yelled back yeah they said friendship oh, friendship again friendship. but uh this whole idea where all i wanted like i like the jackson hyde stuff i thought it was really cool but it's a weird place to put that two-parter right at a big old cliffhanger what we're calling the red wedding for this uh, aquaman book but such a weird place to interrupt to come back to now with no real recap of what's been going on being thrown right in and this like weird like this over-the-top idea that was so cool and inspiring to be a aquaman fan and seeing this thing now it's just back to back to basics aquaman versus ocean master and you've taken something grand and made it really small in the end it was very disappointing for me to come back to this and just be like oh is this all we're doing is that what you're saying you went from grand to bland is that what you're saying? I didn't, but I wanted <laughs> that to. That would now. be good, right? Uh, I gave it a six out of ten because of that. I could even go to six five because of the art. Uh, when I was thinking about it going through this, and while we do get to the generic, when we go from grand to bland, Eric, uh, I'll hit that again. <laughs> I think that everybody does like Arthur versus Ocean Master. We haven't gotten in a while. It just, again, it just. I that's been because there, we done were sitting that, here though. chilling with good vibrations about Orm being a good guy for so long, and then I'm like, all right, it's back to basics, everybody. So I'm gonna stick with the six. What would you give it? I'm gonna go to a six point five because it, it gets bland from where we were. Because I'm sitting here I'm like, this is an eight point five. Like this, this is my book of a week at one point. You know, going back because of how exciting the book was getting, even with the asides of Jackson Hyde, it was exciting aspects. And now we get back to our main character and like this huge situation. Feels like nothing is going on ultimately. So, but I am still at a six point five out of ten. I want to like this, but it's making it hard right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm I'm still into it, and I think that it is easy to just get out of this and have it good. Now that and and really now that we have Aquaman versus Orm, I kind of have to leave behind you know the stuff that irritated me a bit going back here. So going forward, if we have a good battle, if we have something where Aquaman does have something show up and help him Do out, you know how many more issues the Kelly Suda kind of has? I think it's on just this? two more. I think it's two, if not one, but I think it's All two. Right, I buddy, think we got to wrap things up quickly here. We got to bring old guys back. We got to bring Andy back doing something. We got to get Mother Shark back in the action. We got to do some Jackson High Grandpa AI stuff all at once. Big culmination. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking I should check. It might be next because I think that the Endless Winter has that tie-in issue uh, in December. So it might just be one. So yeah, that we, does make sense. Yeah, we, we will see. One that, issue that, after everybody as far that, as concerned right now without doing any research. Yeah, that's tough. No research at all. That's what we're all about. Next book is what I should be all about, Eric. I should be, but it's Nightwing number 75, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Ronan Coquette, Travis Moore, Nick Flaherty, and Anne World Designs. Uh, yeah, we end up having Dick Grayson come back in that issue 100. Hooray. And now we do what I will tell you as an MC Scat Cat. Dick Grayson is back then. That seems that Dan Jurgens wants to pull an MC Scat Cat here because A this issue cat. takes two steps forward and two steps back from Batman 100. Jurgens does type some things in Bloodhaven while showing. I know he smoked. The KG Beast is hey, headed stank. Dick's way. 
to finish the job. And that part is pretty cool. That is actually a nice way to tie in to the whole deal with KGB. You're missing the big deal, though, Jim, because Paula Abdul deserved better. Yeah, well, she does. Uh, You know, she doesn't smoke. Uh, Not anymore. Yeah, I was watching some. She, her videos. Who do you think is more of a leading man for her? MC Scat Cat or Keanu Reeves? Because he was in the uh, one uh, video with her, and he was really good. Eric, he was really, really good in that video. Seventeen. Yeah, he was probably about twenty some. You know, during this deal. Uh, You start off. You like that they mentioned Titans Tower, just Eric. you, You like that. Kind of. I'm sitting here actually very upset because here we have Donna Troy and we have Garth John. Who Garth hasn't done shit in so long. Like, what have you up to? Why are you not saving people at the Red Wedding right now, Garth? But like, we have Tempest here with Donna Troy, Wonder Girl. And I'm like, I'm also mad because it seems like why didn't you guys come and check on him when he was actually, you know, not himself Nobody or injured? Did. I, I get so upset about this. Oh, you're back to no. Oh, you're you're well now after getting over that terrible illness. We'll come see you now, buddy. But I'm like talking about going to see Titans Tower. I'm like, Garth, you're not a Titan anymore. And also, is that tower still there? Because the, t- the Titans are working out of the Hall of Justice right now. Like, did anybody throw, like fill you in on what's going on in the world? Like, what have you been up to, buddy? He's been up to nothing. He he doesn't realize what's going on. I do like the art in this. I'm part. trying to remember because cool. before in the old Titans, like I say, the old Titans, but Rebirth or Beginning Titans, didn't he go off and was going to have a relationship with Omen? Yeah, that's what I thought or was, was going to happen. Else? I thought it was, but you end up here where they even have, hey, we want to get back. You want to come hang out, Titans Tower. We'll drink some beers, keep it from the kids. And hey, look at this picture of all of us. Uh, oh, Roy, and you're there doing all this, and he's like, yeah. And so through this whole issue. And I understand, you know, in the reality of this, Dick Grayson, like, well, I'm still trying to get my feet here and I want to see what's going on. I want to figure out some stuff. But a lot of this issue is just treading water as far as Dick is. uh, Did you you like the line, though, where it is the Titans need without Robin, the Titans don't last two weeks. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, poor Teen Titans right now. Damien is going off. And I'm like. I think they're doing pretty okay right now. Shut up, Donna. Yeah, well, she says it. And they now, look also, great looking at this, Looking at this Teen Titans, though, it does not make a lick of sense for anything With that's Beast going Boy on. Beast Boy and all that. You have Beast Boy, who is a t- Titan right now, but he's been de-aged since, like, you know, New 52 and Rebirth stuff. Like, Raven being here, she was just a Teen Titan in Damien's original iteration of it type of thing. She's been de-aged, but you have a young Roy here. You have a young Donna. Starfire as well seems weird being here because of all the little reboots and retcons we've had to the Teen Titans, like, timeline. I'm like... You should have gone just original team and not done any of the new Teen Titan stuff to add in here. I'm like, I'm surprised Cyborg's not here to screw the whole thing up. Yeah, I was actually surprised he wasn't. But yeah, you have that. It's off a little. I'm and sitting here looking at Wally and Roy and just being sad in this I know. picture, though. I'm, I'm like, looking at Roy. Guys. I'm like, oh, and I'm waiting for somebody to say, yeah, like an X over him. Like he's, he's Is that photo- what you do when you, if your buddy he's, dies? He's you photoshopped photo- out. X. X. And like, hey, uh, that's what you did with shorts. He's like, hey, you know. I never you had a were, picture with shorts. You were the rock of the team. Here you are. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he seems like he's down with that, right? He's like, I just have to work through some things. But he just likes compliments. But again, after Batman 100, you know, this is afterwards – it doesn't seem exactly right here. Well, it's a whole thing. It's like, all right, I, I have my memory back, Batman. Joker sucks. We need to get the whole family back together. And thank God you went to one of these mini games during this terrible, terrible c- catastrophe and got me my Nightwing costume back. I'm going to put that on right now, Batman, and I'm going to be Nightwing. All right, Joker's taking off. 
I don't know about this costume. I better put my old cabbie costume back. Yeah, on. I like that one. I like that superhero costume Such that nobody idea, liked. Right? I know it is. And so then the good stuff but, though is but, KGBs. No, no, that's the thing is that's not the good stuff because what's weirder? Him him taking off his costume and putting it wherever for Batman to find to hang up later on, which is odd as hell itself. But the idea that we're over in Russia, the news has gotten they back got about, about the, the Teen Titans. Where, where this whole thing where just in a bar, people in Russia on the other side of the world, I heard you couldn't even kill te- like kids or even another Robin. I'm like, they know a whole lot of shit in this bar. And the whole idea that you're going to go to the KG Beast, who maybe he let us like, you know, he hasn't been up to snuff lately, but you still don't poke the bear in my mind. Who immediately goes and kills these guys who just want to talk shit about stuff they should have no idea about? I like the idea of KGB needing to finish off this job because so do people. I. But I like it too. Not, not guys in, in a bar. Not guys in a bar. I agree with that. With I mean, really, Damien ends up facing the KGB. Next thing you know, like, everybody in a bar. Over, like Russian news. Like I don't understand how the world works. Where all of a sudden, Gotham City. You know, uh, obviously, a little editor's note translated from Russian. Gotham City, boy wonder now, Bloodhaven freaking vigilante survives a shot by some strange assassin, but he doesn't remember who. Like, how does anybody know that Nightwing, for the most part, survived this well, whole thing? Well, that's what they're saying now. The way that this leads in is supposed to be, and it's not played out very well here. This was beware. And I First heard a up, boy, cut your arm yeah, off. The boy KG. cutting your like, arm off is not shit. That just happened. Yeah, that I'm just like, he got happened. on a plane and came back. Has he been like? Did he have a too many drinks last night? Was talking about That's, this shit? It's on YouTube. Everybody's on the gram. You, you end up with this. This should be a bar that's completely spelled out. Assassins, just call it Assassins Bar, where they're there because the idea that oh man, and I would have loved to have seen before where KGBs comes back, they're high fiving him because he killed Nightwing. Yeah, give me high five KGBs. No, not with that hook. Give me the All other right. hand. And then now it's uh, and then you see in the back Nightwing back because he was seen. That I don't mind if you set that up because that's all this seems to be. I kind of want solicit. this to be as well an Assassins Bar, but where Destro came in was talking shit because he knows what's up you know like the whole idea like Slade Wilson came in and was talking so much smack on KGBs now everybody's all riled up and just talking crap on him yeah you need something and the problem being is that if it was a regular hit you could even have the guy who put the hit out Trying to come back maybe to get money from KG, but, but it was Bane. The claw it was Bane. They cannot yeah. miss. So you, Until you it's don't... torn off by children. Ha ha ha. I'm like, you, you, you just, you're just asking for it, buddy. But basically, the whole idea I like the idea no, no. that KGB needs to finish the this job. This time it's personal. I'm yeah. all about it. Yeah, he needs to finish the job because he looks like a joke. I'd even go with the idea that KGB just sees a news report this out of Gotham, comrades. Uh, you know, Nightwing and Batman <laughs> back, comrades. And then, you know, you have all, and then KGB's what? And just the idea in KGB's mind, don't need this trash talk. It's supposed to show that he's a badass, but we know he's a badass. I mean, the guy has a hook for a hand. I he's mean, the beast. he's a pirate. You end up where he sees that. That would just be like, I, I'd even like it, you know, give me two. Gosh, he gives them and he's like, what? Nightwing, fuck this. I'm off and I got to finish the job. And that's now, enough for me. But it gets a little heavy saying, handed. Going with the continuity and different things that he's had over the past couple months. I'm not saying that I need the KGBs to have a living gold arm like we saw him having, you know, back. But you would have liked it. No, you'd I'm like it more than needs, this thing. Him being who he is, this well-renowned assassin, been around forever. This whole thing, a big bad of the world. 
needs something that more than just a prosthetic with a hook on the end. I'm like, he this had looks like a, a thing like, that we have that I can grab things from the top shelf. Eric, it's what exactly this is, right? what it is. Like even when he shows up, though, like when he's going to take back fella. on the mission of killing Nightwing, he's got his gut arm back and everything like that. So I'm like. When you're out and about, why don't you just have something a little bit cooler than a prosthetic with a hook? Like, why don't you have like a T like 800 freaking like setup here going on? Something more than like a, to show off who you are. Like, I'm sure you're not hurt from like you know money because as soon as you like kill some people in a bar making fun of you, you are in a plane right then parachuting off into Gotham to come down. And like, this is like within the hour. It seems like I don't know how he got to Gotham so quick, but he is there looking oh, yeah. to take care of Nightwing. Do you like if he'd have a keytar? Like hooked in there that he could just go and start doing the beginning of Final Countdown at no, any time I, I, ever. How about a hockey no, no. stick? You like a hockey stick? You could go play a little hockey on the street I, with the I, kids. I also, I also am a little disappointed though that him being made fun of in this to the point where it's like kill these people who made fun of me. Take a plane, parachute back into Gotham because he's a man on the mission. The first thing he does, being the big bad that he is, he shoots two elderly people to take to come like. Why couldn't you take the car of some, like, you know, body boat or something? Just to try to show how cool you are. You just killed two old people. You're not helping your cause out, KJ. It is so weird that they want to really spell out. Dan Jurgens must not think that people know how bad the KG Beast is. And it's supposed to be, in my mind, the setup of KG Beast does not care. He will kill everything in his way. He kills these old two old people. They're going to pull over and help him out. Yeah. Hey, Harry, there's an old there. Look at that hooking guy there with the hook Nothing arm. Nothing can the- stop the beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at you old people. Boom, boom. They were going to have a heart attack in an hour. You did nothing, KG Beast. I like to. It's like my, my aim. Boom, boom. Two old people dead is fine. I'm like, yeah, your your particular uh, picking of targets is a little off, but that's fine. You are so weak sauce. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you go with Nightwing and Batman. Uh, you know, cleaning up some of this we already had even before Barbara and Nightwing going through these jokers. And it just seems like we don't need this. You could have Nightwing, Dick Grayson go to Barbara and talk and do some things, whatnot. But having them fighting the remaining jokers that are still hanging around, you know, the, the spill off. The, the most of the jokers that we had were there just to get paid. And the whole idea of like the jokers taking over. So you better join up and just cause some chaos to the point where when the jokers down, the money dries up. You take that mask off and you go back to your like nine to five jobs. It's the is purge. Like, you, you just go back. Out here? Crazy people, I guess, me and you. Hey, Eric, what should we do? Until somebody tells us to stop, e- we're going. Because even the lead up to the Joker War, with the like, I think it was even pre-designer or leading into the designer when James Tyner first came, it was always those backups where the Joker just kept killing all of his guys doing to the lead up of this whole story. And I'm like, what, why is anybody hey, we, we stand for what the Joker believes in? I'm like... What did the Joker believe in? What are you? What are you doing here? Yeah, what are you Chaos, doing, buddy? I'm hey, like, we're having fun. You, you got kids to feed. You got, you better go back to work, buddy. You owe me for that joke. You end up with all this stuff going on, and again, it just felt weird. It, you know, it felt like okay, well, the Joker war. Let's just throw some scenes in where they're. What's well, still a collateral damage issue? Yeah, I know that that threw me off. Well, then I laughed when I saw that. And it's Barbara. Hey, aren't you going to get back to being Nightwing? I'll do it when I'm ready. That's basically the whole deal. I'll. Feed figure it out i'm like you kind of this is the problem i know that dick is back you don't have to act like one eric that that's the problem he acts like a dick throughout all of this and yes and it's not my thing (laughs) i love dick grayson because he's a great guy he even kind of spells it out here to be later like 
you got the real me. I was still me. I was still a very good guy. She says, I don't care who you are. You are a great guy. So why is he so mad? I understand that there's one thing in his life that he's afraid he might lose because of this. And that is B, but don't take it out on everybody else. And I don't know if I'm going to put back that Nightwing costume on. You mean the one you had on already and yelled you were back? And well, and we're high fiving us like, all. I don't know if I want to be Nightwing. I'm like, yeah, but why do you have to be in your cabbie Nightwing costume? And you say they're like, you obviously did a costume change. Is this just like symbolic for the rest of us to see him take notice? Like, I think he has something on his mind. Like, you could have done the exact same thing in your Nightwing costume this whole time. Says, so, I don't know if I want to keep this up. Like the, the costume change mid vigilanteisms. I'm like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Just to go back and change back into this after you have a heart to heart with Bruce Wayne. And I'm telling you, we talk about this all, like I say all the time, it's been a little while, but when we had Damian Wayne die and, the, and then Batman and Robin continued on, you had like Batman and the Red Hood come in for like one issue. You had all that stuff going in through this, all the layers of grief that he had. And, but when he took Jason back to the place that he died without telling him that's what he, it was like the most fucked up thing he's seen Batman do in a, in a while at that point. This feels similar where wherever Dick Grayson had changed his costume and put this other Nightwing costume, Bruce had gotten that, went back to where he fought Barbara Gordon Batgirl earlier when he was Dicky Boy and hung that costume back up in that basketball court. I'm like, just seems and then weird. takes him back there, like, and actually made sure that they wound up back at the spot because he's a yeah. psychopath. He funneled, like, he funneled all those jokers into that. What is that? wrong with you, Batman? Why can't you just sit down with your kids and have a heart to heart? This is why Damien's a psychopath and doesn't want to talk exactly. to you anymore. Exactly. And this is the thing with this issue that bothers me a bit. This is an issue that is talking about, I don't know if I want to put the costume on. Oh, the costume. Oh, this. Oh, you guys, this, all this stuff. But never really gets into what should be like, I don't know if I want to be a vigilante anymore. I don't know. Now, it kind of tries to get there with this remembrance of Alfred, things like that. But this is a really good time that you can look into the mind of Dick Grayson and the heart to figure out exactly why he wants to be a vigilante and maybe taking us to something different if he wants to evolve again if he wants to not be nightwing but wants to be something bigger better whatever go back to when he was a cop and just then then like all right look i'm just gonna be it's gonna be a weird freaking gcpd like a a gotham central type of book but with dick grayson for when he was a cop after no man's maybe he goes yeah i mean maybe we have that maybe like i said he goes to be a stuntman in hollywood eric something but you, you have this going on and it never gets past this surface level bit of i don't know if i want to be nightwing i don't know and nobody is weird like i i know that we have cleanup to do after the joker war but this takes place like it's like monday when the titans show but i don't know if i want to do this every day he is going to do something to like where each time we are going after different things in this book it is a new day in this title so it's like every day well i'm gonna put this weird costume back on i don't want to do it but i'm going to right now i'm like Look, do it or don't. Like, do like stop. Like, shit or get off the pot at this point because you're just doing the same thing this entire issue to the point where it just comes down. Like, you know, think a lot about what Alfred said. He used to think I could have a life and do this on top. He wanted the same thing for you, pretty much. And Batman's like, Alfred didn't know shit, but I think I can do this. You know what? I shall be the yes, yes, like foster father, adopted father. I shall be the Nightwing. It'd be funny. All of a sudden, it's nighttime and some fucking plane goes by. I shall be the. But with that, why couldn't it be? And you do tie into the Nightwing squad, which I was glad. Now, a lot of these things are like, hey, Nightwing squad, hang it up. Smell you later. It's a shame. But 
I wish it's we a big shame. If we were going to have this, you come out. Just don't deal with the Joker war here. That's that's Tynan's story. Deal with the Nightwing stuff. And I would have rather have had you know him thinking Dick Grayson just thinking about if he should be Nightwing or not. And then do go to the big part where I think it is the best reason for him to be Nightwing and shows why Nightwing is a great character. Nightwing, when you end up having the Nightwing squad trying to do their thing and well, Nightwing maybe comes go in. Back to the- Go back to the cab company. Make sure that, like, when you try to get a new job, you can explain to them what happened to you to a degree so you can get a good recommendation when you have your next job going. Because when when was the last time he was at that cab company? Yeah, he's, it's like every superhero job. I'm telling you, the next thing is, I think he's he crashed there, that like, cab like I, I seven got, times. I, I have no money. Bruce is like, you know, paying for this hotel room I'm at right now. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do with your life night? Like, what's going on? We got to talk about this. Do you still have your job at the cab company? Come on. If Bruce Wayne's paying for the hotel, you got money. He's not cutting you off. But with this, the big thing that we've been saying all along, the reason why you need a Nightwing in the here and now, in the very particular deal, is if he isn't, people die. And people are going to die like the whole Nightwing squad. And that's where I wish we would have had more. Poor Sap. He's in a wheelchair now. We is have he going to be in that wheelchair forever? It or is he seems just like up that's right what they're saying. And I was like, man, you're really <laughs> like nonchalant. The paralyzed him yeah. like he's a back girl? Isn't it like a nonchalant deal where he's like, and look at you in your wheelchair. Ha, and moves on. I'm like, really? And with that, all this moment with this going on, I wish it was going to be the idea. And I think that Dan Jurgen's trying, but it doesn't come off because we've already seen Dick Grayson as Nightwing in the Batman 100. He was already kicking ass. Save the Bat family's back. I think that what he wanted in this issue is to show and have some tension of KG Beast coming for Nightwing. But but he may not be Nightwing by then. What is going to happen? Nothing, anything. But as KG Beast, boom, 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 down the line, finally, Dick Grayson gets everything together, says, all right, I want to be Nightwing. And that's when he gets attacked as he goes to CB. And, you know, start saying, listen, I don't really remember a lot of me and you, though I seem to remember everything about Alfred and what he told me. But you end up where I want to start. Do you I think he's just playing this. with the B thing? Like, I, I, everything's kind yeah. of fuzzy he's trying, about He's trying to get it like, you know, I want to figure out if I really want to do this. Because he talks about how Alfred came to see He knows everything about when Alfred he came to see him. Everything about everything at this point goes and talks to his girlfriend, a woman who loves him, very worried about where her life is going because she's not sure about who Dick Grayson is at this point, if it's the man she fell in love with or not. He thinks kind of fuzzy, but I don't really remember things. So I'm like, you son of a bitch. Look at you trying to play this all course you can get out of this. It's like when you have like a blind date and you say, I'll show up in a red car when you know you have a blue car, Eric. You got to check out the scene and then say, oh, I, I brought the wrong car, Eric. That's the move. The thing I don't like about this with KGBs. KG- All of a sudden, you're on Tinder. I'm a Rockefeller, Damn baby. Damn right. Uh, you end up where KGBs, and, and we said the Nightwing squad is start, is trying to stop a museum robbery where they're, they're stealing King Tut's tomb. And, and these guys are like, and I, like, I kind of wish King Tut was the bad guy. It would have been this. good, but I do like the idea. Why are you looting a museum? Money's is money's. We end up having a wrong turn. And he's like, oh, man, that's against the law. So then you end up having Nightwing come and stop it. Now, where I think that this is not well played, KGB says that he was watching that and tailed Dick Grayson from this whole deal with this Nightwing squad back to the prodigal bar. 
I think KGB would have slaughtered the whole Nightwing squad. And if you're going to get rid of him, just get rid of him and have that. Well, because he right is now, going. Pretty much, it, it seems like there was just Hutch going out there and doing stuff. Like, I really think that Colleen and, their, and like Zach, they have given this up. But like Alphonse Sapienza, like he's in a wheelchair. Obviously, he's not doing this up. So pretty much, I think Hutch is the only one who's still on the Nightwing yeah, he tip. Likes Everybody else that. is giving this thing up. But with that, you do end up, and there's a mention of Deathwing. It's more like Deathwing. I thought that was kind of funny. But when KGB is going back to that now, KGB is watching and he says the commotion at the museum caught my attention and brought me right to you so he had to have been following him around and i think he would have killed this could have been ending up like a you know 10 nights of the beast actually the way it would play out where he is going to kill everybody in his way and now no golden arm no golden arm nonsense no teen titans taking me down we got the beast back and and i would have looked at this as a okay nightwing's back yes we got him back in batman 100 that's awesome but you're also bringing the KGBs back full. This is not a joke character, and he's been created or not created, been you know picked lately as kind of a joke guy a that's joke. around. He is, but yeah, he's yeah. not. But he is, and so he shouldn't be. But he is. I like his whole leather daddy look, Eric, and you know it. Uh, you end up where he does go to be, and like you said, and I like the art. He's had a bad run of it lately. That's all we'll say for this. Yes. You know, poor KGB. I'll tell you, he needs a win. I like the art in this, but you end up having both Travis Moore and Ronan Claquette who really, both of their art, which I do like them separately, I think that they're really good artists, they make Dick Grayson look like a 15-year-old at, at a lot of points through this, and it kind of threw me off. And he looks so much different with that he cabbie costume. He just has boyish good looks. Well, he does. That's why you think I like him, Eric. Those blue eyes. I, can, a, I could swim in those weird, all that's night. That's a weird thing to say. I, have, I love me some 15-year-old boys. I have boyish boys. good looks, too, you told me, Eric, uh, back in the no, day. No, I said you're the size of a boy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but, yeah, you end up having – you know, hey, B, I think, and it's funny too. I think that this is sexy talk with Dick because she's like, you don't even remember. He's like, I'm a little fuzzy. You're going to have to fill in the details, baby. We're getting piece of crap. You're going to have to fill in the gaps. Yeah, really. And so they're Whoa. like, and he's like, listen, Hot. she is pissed or not pissed. I like her talk here. A lot of people said it's they good. didn't like her being angry. It's not angry. She's scared and upset. Saying, she's worried. And I like you. I saw you among these gods, and I'd love to, you know, see where Batgirl's like, oh, she called me a god. But, and it, I didn't feel right in your world. You're part of the Justice League. He's like, no, I'm not. And the, not in I'm death. I'm not metal. a part of the Justice Wait, League, death, silly. Metal. Boop. But then, yeah, and then he starts hugging her, but that's when KGBs comes through. And now, in my mind, two things can happen. He's going to slice and dice and be dead. I don't think that'll happen. What'll happen is Dick Grayson will have to leave because now she's in danger and that whole trope. And I hope that doesn't happen because I like be being with Nightwing to have him in a different way than Bruce and things like that. It, it does round out the character it's gonna more. It's going to be a weird thing because the whole idea is like, all right, we, we get beast away or we're like, you know, what, however long we're going to keep the KG beast thing going. But be, you know what? I We can't be together because I'm just going to put you in danger with the life that I live. But it's going to be this weird thing because he's going to like push her away, even though he still cares about her fuzzy headed or not. But it's going to be like now it's Nightwing the stalker where he just stands up on the rooftop looking down at the prodigal bar. Her every goddamn night. I'm like, I love but, you. Well, you say that. He kind of did that with Sean back in the day when he thought that he was going to have a baby with to her. Face yeah, her. to face her. And he was like looking through windows and stuff. I miss you, baby. You're oh, my baby. God. He is. Why did I want him back? But now that's the thing is in my mind, you could go that route, but like you, you want to do something with him where he can just like, you know, 
I don't want a Nightwing that's able to like, you know, just move on and not think about it and just, you know, continue on normal Nightwing without the idea of B being around because she, I don't know if she's somebody that the fans really gravitated towards or shipped, you know, Nightwing and B and stuff like this, but that or she dies. And like, now you have just deeply affected Nightwing to now he'll become a brooding character. Do you want him to be a no, creepy Nightwing or a brooding Nightwing? I don't Nightwing? want either. And that's the thing. If you're going to go with what I like during this two We're years of nonsense, together. I like B. I did like the Nightwing squad. I wish that even the Nightwing squad, when he comes back, and I love how the hair has grown fully over the scar. So all of a sudden, in the that Joker hair has war, grown back so yeah, fast. The Joker now. war, uh, you know, was like freaking the hair growth formula uh, for for Dick Grayson. He now has a full head of hair. Rogue. That scar is not anywhere visible. So when he goes, yeah, that cabbie, you know, he he helped us out. All right, whatever cabbie you say. Uh, but I would like to have. Hutch still there, you know, doing some things and, and all. And I love too where Hutch is like, I need to do things. I, I like being the Nightwing. Yeah, well, you run into burning buildings. That's pretty awesome. They're like, Yeah, it is. That's that's their whole resolution with that. Me. Yeah, it seemed weird. But uh I wanted them to continue on maybe being his, you know, we, we ended up having it before in this book. He always ends up, you know, being friends with some cops. Like you want to get their Gordon, you want to get his own deal. And it always ends up being pushed aside and things then like that. being called in to help him at certain situations. Like, again, I don't think he would do that just because he, like you said, he doesn't want to get them killed, but like having auxiliary Nightwings, he can call in in a pinch. That'd be, might be a cool aspect of the book, but like, yes, you guys are done. It feels like a century right here. We have two pages for me to tell you, guys, uh, you got to quit. I'm good. You're going to get hurt. Yeah, what Adios. I, what I wanted, lot. though, is he's in Bloodhaven. He's there. That separates him. But when he's in Bloodhaven, he's never really in, in since the New 52, whatnot, even, you know, then he was in Gotham, but still in Chicago. But this, he doesn't have that guy to call or girl to call and say, hey, Nightwing, we have a weird case here. Come and check it out before, you know, you rest of about? them What about in. that? That oh, sexy-ass Bullock no, lady. What the hell is she, her name? She was always against him, even though she said he was warm for his form. That that deal. It but, was back and yeah, forth yeah. with that lady. What That's, was her name? I can't you remember. I was trying to figure out what Didn't it was. Didn't she have the name of like a hockey player? Yeah, it was. Swoboda. It was. Swoboda. Swoboda yeah. yeah. But we never got fully into that because she she didn't trust it. She's smoking her cigars, right? I need Did somebody. Did we see her after the judge no, on Tim Seeley's I, I think she just disappeared. She had a kid. She's gone off. But I, I would love to have Sapienza like calling, hey, we saw something here. It's pointing towards the Riddler. Okay, I'll come and check it out. And then you have that little in. I like that. And I hope that they would continue. Or you end up having That's Hodge. true. Having Zach, Colleen, and Alphonse Sapienza on the force to be able to freaking yeah, you know, that's tip what him I'd off want. to things. That might be a because good idea. Because he's always just kind of reacting to things. And because of that, it never really gets like – you never really get a Dick Grayson Nightwing in Bloodhaven in, in this run of being – kind of a detective showing off the other things that he does do from being a Robin with Batman. It's always just him fighting, you know, crazy things going on and, and just reacting. I'd like to see him have reacting to men transformed by the sea. Yeah, really. I'd like to have him with an inn where he even can help them out with a case and vice versa, do that stuff. But uh, this, it just felt like, it feels like they're just treading water until we get to, you know, the whole future state. And then well, we come the back with the real thing. I, I like what we're dealing with with KG Beast, even though the set of four, it's a little lame in my mind. But going through the motions, dealing with all the stuff that we haven't dealt with at with him as Nightwing for the last two years 
It's a little boom, boom, boom to get it done and out of the way, but I like that we are dealing with this thing. Even the idea of like mourning Alfred, but being pissed off because the last thing he said to Alfred was not even himself. It was Rick Grayson telling him to go away, old man. And like this whole idea of like the, like the emotional aspect of it. I really enjoy this. The, the quick beats that we have to do to get through all of this. It feels disjointed as hell. And even him not knowing if he wants to be Nightwing or what costume he's wearing, it feels really weird, but I like the direction we're going in with this. Well, here's my whole thing of it. If I ask you and everybody's listening, what is the big he's been back for three issues, two of Nightwing kind of and the 100 Batman as he's getting towards remembering things. Um, what is the big moment? Wh- which issue of those uh, Nightwing 74 and 75 or Batman 100? Because Batman 100 had the wow moment. Batman 100 sure had did. the yeah. Why can't we get that in his own book? We haven't gotten that yet. We haven't gotten the moment in either of these issues where you would say, remember, I didn't even like the art that much in that first bit when he started remembering his stuff to go. Yeah, yeah. And so in this one, though, there's not that. All oh, right. Nightwing's back. Oh, yeah, baby. That was only in Batman 100. And then we go back well, to this and pull us back. Or whenever we finish this KGB start, whenever that yeah. is, maybe then we'll get the whole Nightwing. I just want to have that moment. I want to have that moment in his own book where you're happy, excited, and, and just filled with joy that Nightwing is back. Where you can sit there and read the issue and go, whew, Nightwing is back, baby. But we had that already. Well, in 100, thing, now well, we go back. The well moment aspect has moved on to where people who are complaining for the last two years that the Nightwing book isn't a Nightwing book. Now he's back by the end of this, at least. You know, he's wearing the Nightwing costume. He knows what he wants to do. He's going to go up against KGBs. I think that's enough for a lot of people. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, it's, I mean, I'm glad he's back and I like the KGB story yeah. and I want to see how this goes. And now that we're getting, like, tying up some loose ends, including joker war uh we can go forward with this and see what's going on but again i get the idea in these next couple issues before we end up going off to the stuff in the new year first is going to be the idea of oh man when i'm nightwing people get hurt Uh, i i actually wouldn't mind just some fun things like you said if all of a sudden king tut is in town with a few days to thrill and you end up having, or say, instead of KG beast, you have this crazy thing where napkin man, Eric, he's figured out that he, he figures out that Dick Grayson was talking trash on him. He comes into town. There you go. It's paper cut. Yeah, really. That'd be funny. But I gave this a 7.5 because again, the back and forth nature of it, the idea that I didn't get my wow nightwing moment, but I do like the ending and where it's going. What would you give it? I would give it a 7 out of 10. I like the art in this whole thing. It's just so scatterbrained for what we want to do when you just want Nightwing back. And I'm like, you didn't deal with all, all of these elements for the most part for the last two years. Don't force it into this one thing to try to get that wow factor when it wasn't a, like a problem before all of this. So like, I appreciate what you're doing, but just not the way you're executing it. I agree. And we'll move on to the next book. And the next book is Catwoman number 26, big 26, Jack A, right? 227? 227. Eric, seven. What, does that, is, what make, is 26? <laughs> I don't know. Written by Ram V, Mr. V. Art by Fernando Blanco, FCO Placencia, and Tom Napolitano. Ram V fully kicks off his new run of Catwoman with a gritty street-level story that may be a little front-loaded with new characters, but I still liked it From mr v is showing selena carving out her own little piece of gotham by doing what she knows and what she does best i just worry that maggie will end up dead that, that's my whole uh, thing with this and I, I'm I, telling you, what is up with maggie like what is her status quo right now because for, i'm telling you even when we she has one of the like the alley rat kids watching her so like she doesn't talk much i'm like 
I forgot that she actually moved at the end of that arc before. Like, and the thing is, now she actually's like, you know, almost like orphan with the way she speaks and like it's moving. I'm like, I I don't understand what's up with Maggie. Like, is she catatonic still? Only like, you know, she has like a, a good hour. What are we doing? Did you ask if she was catatonic? <laughs> When Perfect. when you end up having this go on and you end up having Father Valley come, you're going to maybe get the idea that she is kind of playing coy a little like, you know, little cat and mouse here with it. I don't know, but I'm worried about it because at this point, even Ram V, it's like not really having much to do with her only to be there to be the, the target of father valley looking in and like oh i'll get to you gotta hit Catwoman where she lives and right now she's pretty soft she loves people so go after that father valley who we we introduced right away in this book by going to the iceberg lounge which bothers me because i never know what we're playing with with the penguin anymore because it was the iceberg casino now it's back to the iceberg lounge which i feel is a thing that they called it in the animated series because they didn't want to call it a casino so, like, it's the Iceberg Lounge. I like the gonna, lounge, Eric. I like I, the lounge around. I, right? I like that he's a freaking, you know, a mobster-like figure that has a casino. I like the whole idea, but... You don't, I don't like, like him the, having Studio 54 here? No, no, because River Phoenix died there, and it really makes me sad. That was the Viper Club, Eric. It How was the dare Viper you? Club. That was Johnny Depp's deal. But at Studio 54, was. there was probably... Who died a, there? <laughs> a lot of people's hopes and dreams, Eric, back in the day. A lot of people got a lot of diseases there, I'll tell you. But you even have the mirror ball up there. The thing that I don't get by the end is, hey, Father Valley, you're going to be... And then Penguin pretty much sets it up and i like the way ram v writes this the idea well, even of going into the whole idea out of the joker war where the cat well catwoman has screwed him and a bunch of other people yeah. over so penguin wants retribution he's putting a hit out on catwoman I'm like i like this i just wish i liked the art that accompanied because i hate this the way this penguin looks well that penguin is a little horrendous but i do like fernando blanco on art because it continues from the whole joel jones deal when yeah. you know anytime ram v they seem to have a good relationship together and, and fernando blanco worked a lot during the joel jones run even you know subbing in for her on issues that she wrote too uh but what i like about this but don't is the idea that penguin he doesn't need the money this is personal he oh, wants yeah. to send a message now with that you have messed up my time in the cool room yeah, take her out yeah. father valley and stole all that money she had this whole plan i love it as she kind of screwed me by having a plan and then going against me but he's mad and he wants to go she is at her weakest he well, thinks at this back moment and forth with catwoman even when we had that weird stuff with joelle jones where it's like the like yeah, you know, when penguins he in up. town of Villa Hermosa, and he wants this artifact, but really does in the long run, and then takes off after like cr- double crossing Catwoman. I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I like the idea of Catwoman and Penguin being at odds with one another. I love that. I do. Reading this issue, and I know I haven't brought it up in a while. Like, I don't remember how it looked during the Joker War and stuff like that. But after Jason Todd shot the penguin in the face, right in the eyeball right there, did that heal up? Are we all good with that now? I think, you know, maybe that's why he has that monocle that we can't see through. But I think that they've gone past that. He he got a glass eye. We ain't talking about that no more. He got a glass eye. Now, what I didn't like so much of the setup what i wish there was more of you do have the penguin say hey father valley and he's like the weird deal of giving him back a bible because he goes by this thing that he pretends he's a bible salesman but he also quotes scripture but the idea is an asshole yeah the idea is penguin wants a hit out on catwoman that really shouldn't involve anybody else. This isn't like, I wish that it was full spelled out. Listen, this is a hit on Catwoman, but I also want you to make her suffer the weeks and weeks before that. Because when he ends up seeing Catwoman, 
at the end, Father Valley, he really has a clean shot just to shoot Selena Kyle Catwoman. But it's almost like this whole play of family, friends to get to her, but he finds her right away. So it kind of gets a little diluted of what he wants to do. And I really wish that it was not, I want to hit on Catwoman. I want more of her to suffer, kill everyone, the kids, all the stuff. But we'll see how it goes down. Also. Don't introduce a character here who has a religious background with the last name Valley. Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, is this John Paul Valley's daddy? What are we dealing with here with Father Valley? Yeah, and and also don't make him look like Izzy Stradlin uh, from Guns N' Roses, Eric. That's who it reminded me of, and that's I thought nobody he looked else. Like a half-ass vampire hunter, day maybe that too. I like at one point that they think this is such a crazy outfit. I mean, designer was a crazy outfit. This is just kind of a even like a preacher type look deal. When you end up getting to an, where do you see this picture of this dude? I'm like, I would have been like, yeah, he looks like some 90s, late 90s metal, glam metal. Oh, yeah. No, the thing is not even glam. This is like industrial metal. He's got two two buckles on each sleeve for his freaking wrist right here. I'm like, yeah, you're the jerk. You're just wearing this. Like, it's not a cool look. Just walk away from this whole thing. He loves Trent Reznor. He's in a nine inch nails cover band. That's what he's going to doing, right? And it's eight inch nails. That's just they're one less. But yeah, when you you introduce a character by the last name Valley, (laughs) it should have been 10 inch nails. But I, I didn't think ahead. And you know, the Valley deal that, that throws things it's around weird, right? when you have religious stuff. But what we're going to do is we're going to introduce a bunch of characters here, as, as long as I don't start coughing, Eric. And there. you end up having this Leandro. That's her hookup. He's having a smoke. He's going to be the one who tells Selena about what's going on in Alley Town. I, 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 I am so lost with all these new characters because we had a bunch of these Alley kids introduced in the last issue for that one little section dealing with, you know, her going and doing the Alley Town stuff. But we, we have Leandro who we're talking about, like, who's on the street? Her talking about freaking um, the person that, like, inspired her. I can't even think of her name off the top of my head right now. But uh, the hell oh, is Mama Fortuna. Name? Uh, Mama Fortuna, this whole thing, like, you got to be able to see your surrounding and be able to know where you're going, take out who you need to do. But when you go through and we get the whole big rundown of who runs it, who will run Alleytown? Well, don't worry. We're going to make sure to tell you each and every person and what they do in Alleytown. And a big old, and the thing is, they do it in a uh, double page spread. And it's, so it's not too bad, but with all the narration where you have like, you have a map of Alleytown, you have a, like, one little block with people. It's like, Hey, here's, you know, Pitt Rollins and here's Nalhaji. And I'm like, yeah, you introduce uh, and even Kolak. Kolak. We got Kolak, Kolak, the bad cop who likes to wear a Hawaiian shirt and look like a douche. Also, though, I did like it's, the little it's too much. I like the Billy Joel shout out that we have because I've been wanting to do an Alley Town do for Billy Joel Allentown deal. And Selena at one point, I dreamed, of, in uh, I dreamed of being an uptown girl. But now I'm an Alleytown kid. I'm like, oh, there's Billy Joel shout out. And so you have all this where she wants to get back to doing what she's best at, what she goes, even Maggie at the end. But you end up having what is going on now. And I, I don't mind. This is good to show you that since Selena is gone, things have changed. It just to me, there was a lot of information thrown at you. And I hope that Ram V pulls it back a little and, and goes because once we get to Pitt Rollins, who is the gun running type protection deal dealing with Kolak, but also Nahigan being the meth dealer from Kandak and, you know, all these things going on. You also have the Kadeem mob. Or Kadeem, I meant. Yeah, the Kadeem yeah. mob where you end up there doing stuff with Velos Nahigan. 
Kadeem, when it was introduced, this whole thing, it was this weird thing. Now we have mobs that are able to leave Kadeem, come to Gotham and stuff like this. I'm like, I, I don't I know. I told what this you, is I anymore. think that this is just basically, if you did read the Hawkeye run back in the day, this is the sweatpants Russian mafia kid. deal. <laughs> so it's very similar. But Selena's like, okay, who should I take out first? She even says, I got to take both out, but who should I take out first? I'll take out the meth dealers because they're the piece of crap and I can't have my kids running around high on meth. Now, look, I need my kids stealing for me. So I need them to stay off the drugs. Yeah, and they like, can't be on the drugs. This what? We we are taking out the bad people in Gotham and Alleytown. Almost like, it's almost like you know Alleytown Catwoman, like we had Burnside Batgirl and stuff like that. Just yeah. little sections of Gotham right now. But the whole idea what she's doing is so like she's. It's almost going back to when she was the like the head of that crime family. It does. Like Genevieve Valentine. That's her run. That's what this reminds me of. Like what was her crime family called? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. Actually, it started with a C. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it was. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But it almost feels like a lesser version of that because there she was the head of the crime family. Now she wants to run, you know, this section of Gotham and be a, a not a crime family, but the head of it and take out all the other people in order to do this and also it make does friends remind me of that stuff. But it's not. It's not as good because the thing is, it's too much too soon to get you into this new status quo of Catwoman. They're just going to like, hey, here's an information dump. I'm just going to throw this all on you all at once, and hopefully you remember what well, we're dealing and I, with. I think that maybe it's because there's limited space before we go off. We're going to end up going from December into the, the future Calabrese's? state. I think it was. The Calabrese's, I believe it was. Now that you say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So with that, I did. And really, if we're going to go down to when we get to our final scores on this, it's going to be very similar to that run. I love that run. You did not. Yeah, you liked it did enough. Not. You didn't like it. I did. I like when there were cool aspects to it. I just didn't really love and it. It's overall. funny. The things, the aspects that I think, if I remember right, you liked were the more comic booky stuff, the other Catwoman, you know, all these things. I like the idea of Selena being the crime family lead. I like when she's in control. I like when you see her smarts beyond just going into a room and stealing things now and so i, I, I like this to, but it is a little too much i think that it is a now, little if too you much spread this out over a couple of issues to really lay out the groundwork of alley town and who's running i think it could work really well but when it's all in your face all at once i'm sitting here my head is swimming with what he's trying to freaking throw at me i'm like i don't do, like I, i'm two pages ahead i'm like shit i don't remember who the hell he just told me now i gotta go back and, and, and this that's whole the thing problem again. of introducing things that you don't really need to just yet this colock the bad cop you don't really need to know him yet there's no real reason to throw him out there yet and yes they go and try to start taking down the Hegan's deal and going and visiting Pitt Rollins but maybe it would have been better served to just go do one of those things at one point so that you can kind of get your head wrapped around it because now, Selena is going to go off and, and cause some problems but you have even a bit here that throws things out is out of time storytelling coming up as well that throws things out when you get Hadley who's going to go off into a crime scene and see what Selena had done to the Nahegan crime family but really doesn't seem like that much except she gets information. Believe this whole thing does Beverly Hills cop happened in real life because Hadley, he's on the West Coast, yeah. Bill Hermosa, PD, and stuff like that. Now he's going after Selena on personal business. He just happened to check in with the Gotham captains. They're like, hey, you need any help over here since I'm on the East Coast? Like, can you just come in and say, what's up, Cap? I'm on the I case. Yeah. Good for you, Hadley. And now he is a part of the GCPD helping with cases in Alleytown. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, did like did Eddie Murphy tell me that like J Judge Reinhold like like all of this whole thing like 
Is this a real thing? Like, do cops actually go and do this when they're on vacation? Well, he might want to take a shower. It looks like he hasn't showered in like a month. Look at that guy. He's getting rougher and rougher. He definitely Are you looked, telling me that's not hair gel? He, I'm it's tell- just all no, grease? I'm telling you, he looks more and more as he is like an undercover cop who's starting to sample the product is what he looks like. But he's there. And it's just, again, he is only going to be the guy. And this happened before. He got Selena out of a jam at one point crazy. Then he's an information guy like anything dealing with him is just giving us information but it's information we already know we already saw that father valley is on the deal we see his real name here carl senke uh you know whatever but that's not his real name that's an assumed name yeah assumed name but we we get this where i'm like all right well we know that but i guess hadley i expect him to die i i don't expect him to stay along around too long just because he's out of place run up and have to go home maybe but they go into this chop shop that was part of nahegan's deal and when they go in they're looking yeah well they say it's like that whole deal I'm looking at this whole thing, the Kadeem mom, Nahig, and I'm like, all right, all right, guys. And all I Where's keep Cat seeing, all I keep hearing is Negan, and I think we're the Walking Dead. So they they end up going in, and it looks Aren't like we? somebody has, yes, yeah, somebody has gone in there. They didn't really steal much, but they got a couple things and stole some petty stuff, so we don't understand. And then all of a sudden, look at this. It looks like an animal's claws, and we find out that was Catwoman, and the, the kids the went in. The thing is, though, what do you like better here when they have a whole file on Carl Sankey? Father Valley is like, we think it's an alias. Carlos Senke, a.k.a. Charles Valley, a.k.a. Valley Muerto, or a.k.a. Father Valley. A.k.a. I'm like, Trent Reznor. It, it just AKA goes on down Valley the line. Valley Muerto. The balls of this guy and the names I he know, picks. I know, really. I mean, who, is he I, making I, up I his own nicknames? What's your name? My name is Valley Muerto. That, I, I hope that his... I would like... How about we start a new villain just... AKA. You end up, they have this deal and he's going to look this, into this. This thing with this name, though, it just reminds me about like, you know, when I like early 20s, my buddy Tommy was working at a hotel, right? Third shift. So he could just pretty much school around and do whatever they wanted and get high as hell. But one night he had this gigantic guy come in, this big old Mexican guy, and he's trying to sign him in for like, you know, a room. He's just sitting there. And the thing is, I imagine it'll be like the, the size of the chief from One Flew of the Cocos Desk for how Tommy described this guy. And you're like, ah, oh, what's the name? My name. Massimo. That's Massimo all. Grande. That's all he went with. He's like, all right, Mr. Grande. His name is Massimo Grande. And that's exactly how I said it. I'm like, that guy's the coolest motherfucker that's ever been around. Where's Snakebite Cortez? So they go and Selena then goes to see Pitt Rollins, this woman who's running the gun running stuff, the other side of the crime stuff going on in the alley town and this woman's tough you know a tough cookie and this is a violent book you end up having a guy get shot well, right in the face here because he thing. can't you, hold on to a when pole when you force a guy to hold, hold himself upside down on a pole at the sizzle gentleman's club with a gun in his mouth and say once your greasy hands start to slip i'm gonna blow your brains out i'm like what's going on like where's Catwoman at and Catwoman shows up thank god and, she shows up but then he shoots her she doesn't stop the shooting and that's the thing going on here is this is a book that if you keep Ron's has if, a face tattoo yeah, she's she no does. good Jim well I just when she's a cigar Eric that's when I knew she was badass when a woman smokes a cigar then you're done I mean you shoot a guy in the face face tattoo no cigar yes and when Catwoman comes in this happens, Catwoman doesn't even blink here 
you are going to get this disconnect. If you are waiting for this book to have Batman show up and go, what up, baby? How you doing? You're doing great. I don't think this is going to be the book anymore. You're going to have to wait for Tom King's Bat-Cat book to get that Bat-Cat stuff. Even at this point, it seems like Selena keeps mentioning when she left the dress behind. In this issue, she says even, you know, hey, I got to move on. I broke heart. This sort of thing. And I think there are some people still waiting to see if Ram V puts Batman in this. And the way this is going, it's a little too violent and a little too gritty. And I don't mind that because then you allow this book to be a Catwoman book. myself like why is batman so bad at being batman anymore like this type of crime is going on in gotham does he not go into alley town does he only have certain districts he, he likes to hang to alley out at? town what are you talking about he goes to crime alley and go alley town that that's not like, his back deal. in the day he used to go after gangs and organize crime and stuff like that now it's just who's like the rogue of the week it seems like you know like that's the one arc we're gonna deal with he never does any like really street level like crime that's solving anymore he ends up and they're like batman batman there's trouble oh what's the trouble this gang boss He's running meth in Alleytown. D- does he dress up weird? No, no. He t- does he have like a gimmick? What's his gimmick? Is there no. any way I can ruin him so he'll hold a grudge against me for the rest yeah, of his life? Like, no, not, no, no, not really. It, it, could I send uh, him to Arkham and he could get out? No, no, this is black. Yeah, I'm not down with that. Get somebody else involved. I, I need guys with gimmicks and costumes. And, so, <laughs> and it's funny. He just waits every year around this time. Once they go out for Halloween, he nabs their asses. That's when he gets them. Hey, Signal. I got a job yeah, for you. Yeah, really. Uh, but yeah, so with this, though, uh, again, I don't mind because I want Selena have her own book. And I oh, do yeah, like you, that. Not only have her own book, but have its own feel is a very cool idea where you can separate it from st- other stuff that's going on in DC Comics. Like I said at the beginning, though, for what we get for this issue, it's too much too soon for me. And I have like almost an overwhelming moment when I'm dealing with all this stuff and trying to follow Selena's plan of taking over Alleytown with all these people I've just met and what they're doing. Well, what she does, like we said, she went to the chop shop with the kids. She kind of went through that and ended up getting some information from there and then goes to Pitt Rollins, who is working with Nahigan and says, you know, I'm going to take him down. I'm going to do this. You can join in with me. I'm going to stop his drugs in a weird deal. I'm not going to rob from him i'm gonna steal from him i'm like all right and the thing is as they're going off with hadley it's like you know that she's gonna call nahegan i count on it and then yeah you know, for some reason it was leo then actually when they're almost going. feels like the end the, like the re- like the reveal of like an ocean's 11 heist movie where we go back and see the, like here's how her plan unfolded where she does this and then we see freaking you know pitt rollins calling nahegan to do this whole thing but we're seeing it right now so it's a slower version without getting a big reveal it's like i'm counting on Pitt Rollins to betray me and call me Hegan because he'll never see what I'm doing coming. I even had a problem here because Leandro and Hadley, they kind of are like the same. Like, you don't really need both Dude, of those. At the one point, the I didn't realize Leandro was different well, than Hadley. Was, I'm when like, I just said she I said to he Hadley. was driving her around. Yeah, yeah. no, that's Leo. Talking, I, it's yeah, tough. Uh, yeah. It, it, I don't know why you go. And then on top of that, because I actually like the idea of her going to take over Alleytown again. It's cool. Then you have Valley on top of Father Valley is going to get her and he's looking in and seeing her with Maggie and Maggie's just like doing what I know, doing what you know. And she's like, that's right, because that's what she is doing now. She's it's almost like, all right, I can get back to being Catwoman. I can do the stuff where she ends up being, you know, the the criminal with the heart of gold. She's not killing people. She's doing things. She to just help. watched the man get shot in his face. Well, that's not her. She didn't do it, right? So, uh, and it is a little bit, you know, back. But again, if you do have a Batman involved, 
And I say this about when you have Joker involved. When you have Joker show up in an issue, he takes over the issue. If you have Batman show up in a Catwoman book, now it's a Batman book. And I'm glad that we're seeing a little bit way away from there. Though I think at some point we'll get, if this keeps going after Future State, we'll get one of those issues where Batman finds out things and he comes in. You know, I almost feel like this is this is like I don't know what's going on with the Catwoman book during like Endless Winter and stuff like that. I assume that it's still going on like normal and stuff. And then like Future State comes in January and puts us on hold for a while. But like, does Ram V think that he has to jam all of this in because he has a story he wants to tell and doesn't want it to get disrupted? Like you know, with this, so like he wants to shove it all in all at once right now to try to make sure that oh, like he could tell the story he wants without like you know spreading it out in a normal kind of pace. And I I think so. And because even when we come back, we're supposed to come back to the books. We don't know exactly what we're going to be coming back to. No. If it is an expanded out timeline, the Catwoman book might not be affected that much because if it goes back to a classic, this is kind of back to a bit of the classic Catwoman. So it'll make sense. I think he is trying to jam some things out quickly so he can get some things before we have that little bit of a break. But what would you give this? I would end up giving this the things. I want to give it a six out of 10 because I'm intrigued with the way that they want to tell like, you know, do this portrayal of Catwoman, but the execution right now is killing me to the point like, oh, this was a slog for me to read. I was bored. I was overwhelmed at times with the amount of characters. So I'm like, I might even go down to a 5.5 because I want to like this, but the way this first issue hit me, it was not a good feeling at all. I give it an 8 out of 10. I liked it. I I liked it. I do think that there's a little too much going on right away, but I you know, I I ended up reviewing it, so I read it a couple of times before I reviewed it and then read it again. And once you get your head wrapped around the stuff, uh it it's good, but I'm afraid that some people jumping on this, they're not going to give it that big uh, a deal. I like Catwoman. It's a book I review, so yeah. I have to sit there. So I ended up really, you know, trying to dig deep into it. But even so, we're talking about it here, and I got Leandro mixed up with Hadley. With Hadley. Hadley's yeah. there in a weird way. You have a lot going on, and I wish that he wouldn't have thrown all this. Just the idea of Father Valley and the bet that's good enough to kind of dig into, and you're, you're only getting little bits and pieces of each Did little thing. Did we also thing. know that Hadley used to be a Gotham City cop before he no, went to Villa I, I didn't think we did, but it makes because sense. Maybe. Is, I still don't know that's the case, but he seems to be buddy buddy with the guy he's partnered yeah. up with in Alleytown after talking to the I'm Gotham City you. captain of this district. This is a guy who could now go from here to New Orleans and would find three people who know him and were his best friend. He seems to have a lot of friends around the town. And and it's one of those friends, but not really friends. Like, oh man, look what the cat dragged in, you know, that sort of deal going on. And then and he's like, hey, what's up? You you left my sister at the altar. I'm telling you, he has done some real bad shit to a lot of people around, but he's a, re- a memorable guy. They always he's remember him. He's got that America. sweet bomber jacket, so nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, he does. And, and that gel that you say that I just think is sweat. Turns uh, out he's just old gross. beer and, and cigarette smoke is what that is. But we're going to move on to the last book of the podcast now. And we have Metal Man number 11, written by Dan DiDio and Shane Davis, with art by Shane Davis, Jason Wright, and Travis Lanham. The Metal Man travel to the Dark Multiverse to discover that the Plutonian Man has been the big bad behind everything all along and has lured them there in hopes that Will Magnus will help him save his dying world. Too bad it's falling apart as he monologues and finally says, fuck it, I want your world, but it might be too late for everyone since our heroes have run out of time to return home and the portal is shut down. It's all a bit in your face, out of nowhere, this issue, but thankfully the idea that 
everything in the metal men's history matters here continues when our heroes combine together to form alloy. Yeah, there's, there's a lot getting thrown into here to get to the end. We have one more the issue. The Plutonium Man showed up last issue, and the idea we got the backstory behind the Anth Metal Man, and the Plutonium Man had a similar story where they went off shot in the space by the platinum of this dark multiverse world, and the Nth Metal Man was rescued and saved by the Thanagarians, making him the Nth Metal Man. But something happened to Plutonium Man, where now he's the cosmic Plutonium Man. He's the big bad. He wants the world to be saved, and he needs a lower Will Magnuson. So the whole idea is... All right, we need to send the Nth Metal Man over here who looks like Will Magnus to this world to Lord Platinum in because the rest of the Dark Metal Men, they believe her to be their creator, which will drive the real Will Magnus in to follow her, and he'll help me save this dying world because the Plutonium Man, being the smart guy that he is, knows that this is a dark multiverse world and other than – and B – it's dying. All the worlds are dying, and this one is dying too. I don't know what is going on because that's weird because he knows – what is going on in Prime Earth? The Batman who laughs and all this other stuff. He knows what is going on over there, that they're playing some games and like, you know, they can do whatever they want. We'll save this world, even though it is dying as we speak. I don't know what's held it together this long or even what the rules are. The we Dark never World know the rules of those things with that. And, but it, and even in this issue, though, we immediately find out this is the plan, the Plutonium Man's plan, convoluted. It's a goddamn mess. And like, all right, well, Magnus, you're here and you'll help me save my world. Crumble, crumble, crack. This world is doomed. I'm going to go to your world, which is better, even though he's already complained that like, look, the Batman who laughs and freaking some other goddess, they're over there. And like, this is the reason why you had your original plan, because Prime Earth is off limits for all the nonsense that's going off right there. You can't just flip flop right now. And like, even your initial plan, Plutonium Man, I don't know why you're a cosmic Plutonium Man, but your initial plan was flawed from the get go, because obviously you don't understand how the dark multiverse works. You're in the same boat as Jim and I, and it's fucking nonsense. Yeah, and with that, you ended up having Dan to deal when he still was in charge at DC talking about this book. And it was such a joke when we laughed about it that we were going to get the real the biggest book, 5G, the 5G It was going to lead to 5G and that's not happening now. Now it is kind of repackaged in the future state, but this was going to be the book that was going to lead us into it more than any book he said so something had to change something and i something totally had to change here trying to change it and trying to change it into oh well there's this batman who laughs and the perpetua and the thing it's not working It, it wasn't set up for this and it's out of nowhere with the idea of your plan then to get back to the regular prime earth doesn't work because you already said that that's all messed and up. Not too. only that, the thing is you've spelled out in this issue where you also spell out your actual plan of what's going on, why you can't go to that earth. You've spelled it out this issue, but then you also spell the plan to save this world until it's too late. Then you said, Oh, I'm going to have your world. Well, Will Magnus in the background screaming, Oh my God, my freaking dark multiverse portal that was introduced in sideways is shut down. We've run out of time, everybody. We can't get back home. Yeah. Like, and, and with that, you have that nobody wins that time ticking down sort of thing. And you're like, there's no tension. You're just like, what is going on? And this did seem like a really like, Hail Mary, let's try to figure out a way to get to the last it's so issue. Funny it's so too, the, the idea where we have our big showdown now for the like, we know that Will Magnus and the Metal Men are going to come through this rift, this portal to the dark multiverse to find Tina and gold. And when we do this, the portal takes them right to where the Plutonium Man has gold strung up and the Nth Metal Man in the me- middle of a stadium with freaking spotlights shining down. I'm like, 
like this is plutonia man is he a showman he is like, a you know, showman this is the final battle i gotta make this shit look good i don't have the i don't have the wwe thunderdome everybody's still under quarantine here so we have no audience but i gotta make this look good. i love it too it's a stadium but the stadium is falling apart you even see parts everything's where everything's apart. caving in because of this world but yet the lights are still on eric they haven't turned yeah. those up but yeah you even have at points where you have like ah, eh, gold yeah you go with them and yeah you go just because we're gonna end up and and almost the idea of a reset that we're going to get for this because the idea that the metal men have their own sentience, have their own way. Uh, they end up combining together to fight this off and become well, alloy. The thing, the shout we, out. we have, we have the plutonium man now who it seems like he's the freaking the dark, like somehow he's merged with Dr. Manhattan for this cosmic entity that he's become drifting through space. Now that he's back, like I don't understand what's happened to him, but he, he looks like a cosmic carnage is what he looks like. And the whole thing is like, all right, we got to stop him. But how are we going to stop the like the the plutonium man from doing these things? All right, Doc, this this is the best part of the book. This is why I still enjoy it, because the overall narrative of this book is the idea of the metal man never truly being sentient until the nth metal man switched on the responsometers and actually never turned them on, Eric. That was what we found out from this. That's stupid. But this is what the story is. Okay, bear with me. Grit my teeth thinking about it. Though it saves this book ultimately from just a convoluted mess is the idea that they got their individuality. And even through all of this, like they don't have to follow Doc anymore. Will Magnus, they don't have to be you know, the metal men, but they realize that they want to be heroes still. We have our individuality, but we still want to be a team. We want to save people. We still want to be the metal men. Jumping to this point now where back in like the 2000s, I think it was when they first did this whole thing where they combined together to form like, like almost like a devastator from Transformers, but they formed together to make one entity called Alloy. And the problem is when Alloy is together, Alloy is its own personality. I am like, we are Alloy essentially. Like there is no individuality. The metal men know this. So when they do this, it's a great moment of sacrifice for our characters here who just strive for individuality, knowing that they have to go together to freaking combine to take on this plutonium man, but they are sacrificing everything they want. And I'm like, this is a strong moment of this book that really works well until they do it. And it means nothing. They're blasted back and Alloy is down for the count. I'm like, you were so close. You were so close to actually making this issue not insufferable as all hell. But when you do this bit, where like I said, all of the metal men's history matters at this point from 1960s on, or if I can't remember when they debuted, if it was in the 50s or 60s, but everything from metal men number one throughout all of the time to this point, all of it matters because Dan and on Shade Davis are calling out so much here to this issue. It happens to be alloy, but. It works until it immediately doesn't work. Like, Alloy looks badass. It's an awesome fight. The, the conception of it is awesome. It, it just, just falls, falls apart. apart immediately because now we have to get to the final issue. Now that we've wasted this one, I had to show you something cool. We've thrown the eye, like, the, this is the Plutonium Man's plan, but it doesn't matter because the portal shut down. Earth pr- Prime Earth is doing some death metal nonsense, and this world is destroyed. So there's nothing that anybody can really do with this, and that I guess is the hook to final, like to read the final issue to find out how do our heroes survive that not only shut down the bad guy but survive this and get home. Well, we did see the metal men as that ship earlier, Eric, in the exactly. Justice League. So I think they made a home. Things everybody. are going to things ship are going to be bad. But I do like the idea that they're sitting around like, okay, we could be you know combined. We could be alloy. We haven't done that in years. You know, oh, our sentience will go away. Like, 
shit hasn't gone great since they got that sending. Since the responsometers were actually turned on, shit has gone wrong. So I would have been like, ah, eh, fuck it. Let's go. I, I don't like, need even this. Even this whole thing, after they defeat Alloy, this is the last page here where the Plutonium Man, where Cosmic Carnage, as I'm going to start calling him now, it's time to let the dark multiverse and all its misshapen worlds end. And I happen to agree with that statement, but... uh they have all outlived their usefulness. I will leave this universe and find another for the taking. And with Magnus and the Metal Men dead, I will reshape the metal of their world in my image. I'm like, really? Uh, cool. Look, I know you're the Plutonium Man. You got the Dark Metal. He man, likes to talk. Yeah. Maybe, maybe move on the whole thing. You don't have to reshape all of the metal in your image. Maybe just you know reshape the wood, something, the people. Just do anything. Just do not limit yourself to metal, but there's no reason because the portal's He's closed like, now. He's like, next, and I will stuck create here. death metal. There you go. He's going, but yeah. Actually, that's not a bad yeah, time. But if, you, you wanted if you wanted to, to do that, maybe that was what originally was going to happen and things like that. Remember the shutdown and things. But yeah. This- and I could actually see him becoming like, you know, you had the plutonium man who was changed somehow cosmically, but now he's calling himself death metal. Yeah. That's not yeah, bad. Either. You like that? I also think he also, you say he looks like a, you know, a cosmic carnage. Cosmic carnage. He also looks a little like a pink version of the darkest night as well uh, as he's standing there cackling and, and talking and too isn't much. That just a cosmic carnage yes. drawn in black yes indeed it is but yeah wait till you read the new gods t- like tie in next week you know that's a cosmic carnage there you right go. there well this looks good it continues to look good uh the colors pop all that but it's one of those things and this happens a lot with these mini series uh unfortunately this did have some things show up change yeah uh, getting fired 5g not happening so i don't know what exactly had to be changed but we're getting to an end again of something that we were enjoying a lot and it's limping to the end it, it's it's showing that it wasn't really a 12 oh, issue deal. yeah they're all showing now it really it, with this and because of that i just read it and i was like really like we ended up having an entire fight with plutonium and as he yelled and screamed and then at the end it didn't matter most most of everything in this didn't matter and that's the worst thing in an issue an arc it's bad enough but at least you get your things going but in an issue where you even said things are brought up just to not matter then and that is a shame it's so weird the idea of like okay everybody i'm gonna tell you what the story the story behind the story is now but that doesn't make any sense the story behind the story is revealed all right behind okay, the so story the but yeah we're gonna have to see how it, it ends but the art's great in this i love the way like if you're gonna bring all these callbacks from the metal man in the the use of alloy here works great for the whole series for how the characters have been like uh portrayed and what their like goals and achievements were Works great for this whole thing. Doesn't matter ultimately, but the, when you're doing it and you're leading up to it, it's a great read at that point. But the issue is a flop for everything that I've been loving out of the Metal Men. But thankfully, the art's great. I ended up giving a six point. I'm going to give 10. it a six out of ten. Uh, I think that this, if you know, you and the three other Metal Men fans, Eric, <laughs> this is kind of the same concept of uh, you know Venditti's Hawkman, the definitive yeah. origin and getting everything in line and stuff like that. It's very very similar, and at points I think does an even better job of it i know some people will be you're you're insane but i think it has at points done that you know it is silly with the responsometers they weren't turned on but 
the worst it, the worst offense of the series. That, it gave us something pretty cool, though you were kind of worried, like, where is this going to go? Would people go with yeah. it? But then as well, that's Alloy, the thing kind is, of- that first issue with how dark it was with Doc freaking pretty much using Nameless, the freaking like Tin's little girlfriend robot as his freaking, you know, psychologist and like just seeing an unhinged freaking madman, Will Magnus. I'm like, oh man, we're going to go back to the, like the 2005s with the dark Will Magnus. Okay. The psychotic Will Magnus. Let's see where we go from here. It didn't. It totally went in a different dreams. direction. He started dating freaking Jeanette Clyburn. Oh, don't worry, everybody. He was just being manipulated by the nth metal man and his psychic metal to feel yes, that way. And the three fans right, were probably right. upset. Do so you guys meet like for a week, every other week? We go to Chili's. You, you go to Chili's, do you? And then you yeah. do you talk about the diarrhea you had from the last time at Chili's? Is that what you talk about? Or no, you talk Jim, about the metal man? All right. Talk about the metal there man. We it's the metal man fan club. All right. What is your book of the week, Eric? My book of the week is Dark White. Oh, sorry, White Knight presents Harley Quinn number one. That is mine as well. Both of us almost a tie with Teen Titans, but you pushed me over the top of that Harley Quinn. Pushed you over the top, Eric. We have a lot of books next week. Two of these books will be on the Patreon spotlight picked by the badass of the Get Fresh Group. Beep boop. And if you want to listen to those three jokers, you end up having to go over to to the Patreon. Dark Knight, New Gods. Uh, what's that, Eric? Oh, here's what we're going to have next week. If you're looking forward to grabbing books, tons next week for what we're getting and the idea that DC is trimming the fat. It's a lot of fat next week, including Eric Shea. Action Comics number 1026, Murder from the Multiverse, Eric. You end up having the parasite <laughs> so. from the multiverse coming Not in. Not prophecy? Taking- no. It's it's Parasite from the Multiverse. Doesn't make any sense. Batgirl number 50. That's going to be a giant size final issue by Castellucci. Yeah. And a bunch of other people. There's a bunch of people on that. Looks like you might get a couple stories. Uh, we have Batman Beyond number 48. Booster Gold's Gamble. Eric, no, no, I look forward to that. Batman Superman number 13. Rage of the Robotic Rogues, it says on there. We'll see how that goes with the whole Brainiac deal. Brainiac has recreated Batman's rogues gallery and a lot of other rogues galleries into robots on the moon. Come on, yep. that sounds great, doesn't it? Planet Batman Superman is what I like to call it. We're going to then go to Batman 3 Jokers number 3. This is the finale. I have heard some people already have read it and like it. So there Good. you go. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, Rise of the New God, number one. Seems as Brian Hill is writing that. I sort of thought I think he's writing it with James Tynan as well. Now that I look at the cover and that would make some sense of there. And we go and are you looking forward to that, Eric? The New God, Rise of the New God. I, I the thing is, I wasn't at all, but I saw a preview for it earlier and it looks like it's almost the, the tie-in issue to Death Metal. Is going to be about the darkest night taking on Perpetual. I'm like, well, shit, if you're going to use a tie in for that, I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, you're, you're good to go. Detective Comics number 1029, the chilling debut of The Mirror, Eric. The Mirror. Uh, you, the mirror. You're looking for the Justice League Dark number 27. Uh, you have The Last Stand Against the Upside Down Man. Well, <laughs> did that start when Noel started coming? Seriously. I mean, really, you're, the last stand you have here is something if you want to pick up, you're not going to hear us talk about Legion of Superheroes number 10. First Kiss, but John Jim, and Saturn Girl. Maybe we'll talk about it then, Eric, if you show no. up on it. Red Hood, Red Hood Outlaw number 50, Exercise Anniversary Issue. Also, the Outlaw Error ends because this is the last scott liddell issue it will continue after that though as red hood suicide squad number 10 with the penultimate deal there so that's cool you end up having the suicide squad seemingly going and getting 
Ted Cord. He says, I am innocent. We know he is. Poor Floyd. The Flash number 764. We end up Dr. having Alchemy's that. Dr. Coming, Dr. Alchemy. There's a, it's a pretty cool cover, right? Kill Flash. It, it says in like a periodic and, table type yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's okay, right? Wonder Woman number 765. Brace for impact. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know about this liar, one. Liar, liar. And even that, the invisible jet is going down. Look out below. It says in in the thing. I, I just, I, I hope I like it that more. That sucks. I hope I like it more. But everybody, two of those, like we said, will be on the Patreon-only spotlight. I would think that Three Jokers would be one of them. Uh, so we'll see. I'll, I'll let everybody know as we do. And also, if you want to read the reviews of those, they'll be all on the site, weirdsciencedccomics.com. But Eric, that is it. That is the podcast. I'm going to go off to go to bed. I don't feel right. good. I feel like crap. I'm about to cough. So what do we say at the end? Everybody have a great week. week. Keep it weird, weird. And we'll see you on seven. See you in seven. I should be back in school.